0: Hi there, Brent here. Uh, just wanted to let you know a couple things before the episode begins. Uh, first thing I wanted to let you know about is, uh, just because it came in kind of under the, the wire for a recording, but I felt it was important enough to to get some notice, so I'm putting it on at the front. So uh, the Big Brothers and Big Sisters of Clarenting, uh, Clarington is running an online uh, comic auction of sorts. Uh, lots of sketches, signed comics signed prints um the idea is it's uh celebrating the superhero in all of us now uh this is uh done by uh friends of uh friends of mine for big brothers and big sisters uh you know you can't say no to that kind of stuff and i got a a good glimpse of the uh the material that was being sold and there's some really cool stuff uh there is a sketch that I am considering bidding on myself, depending on how high it goes. But, uh, yeah, you've you've got stuff from sketches from uh, Brian Stelfreeze, Eric Larson, uh, Adam Gorham, who's a friend of ours, Gene Ha, lots of signed prints by Adam Hughes, Greg Capu- uh, Capolo. Oh, man, I always pronounce his name wrong. Ed McGinnis, Eddie Granoff. There, there's lots of stuff at different price ranges for everybody. Um... I'm, you can get it at. I'm going to read it out, but I'm also going to put the link on the site in case you don't catch it. It's uh, www.charityauctions.today. That's one word dot com slash auctions slash capital b b s c dash superhero. Uh, the capital S in superhero dash three one four two. Um, like I said, I'll put the link in our feed just in case uh, you want to click on it and bid on some stuff and uh, help a good cause. Uh, speaking of good causes, at the <laughs> once again, um, at the end of the episode last week, we got some mail. So um, and let me just pull this up right here because we, we like getting messages and we like shouting out people and giving them a hand and stuff like that. Uh, da, da, da. So, this is, uh, we got this last minute, or we saw it last minute, for the Gateway Fan X. It's a convention being put at uh, uh, Cap uh, uh, Canador College in Nipissing. And it's uh, a fan run convention. It sounds like it's going to be pretty cool. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm trying to get the- photo up so you can get all the details. Um, VIP tickets are 10 bucks. That gets you in at 10 a.m. Regular admission is 5 and it starts at 10.30. Kids under 12 are free and it runs till 5 p.m. This is a one-day event at the campus cafeteria at Canador College slash Nipissing University. Parking is free and the date is November 12th, 2017. So to thir- or 10.30 to 5 p.m um worth checking out if you're in that that area and we always love to hear about stuff like that um and if you want to check it out I will uh post the photo up or I think somebody may have posted the link up go go to the Facebook page and get all the info there so support the Big Brothers and Big Sisters auction link will be on our page support this convention at Nipissing uh once again info will be on our page and in the meantime, enjoy this episode where we talk about halloween stuff. Ooh, spooky.
1: Set your faces to sexy.
2: Hey, you, reading comic books
0: like the way you love me. Like yeah. the yeah. you know, it, works I haven't watched the video yet um, but uh,
2: I just assumed they would do a photo shoot or a video you know like you would you put it on, you prop it up on a, on a on a trailer and you pull it through the streets.
0: So. yeah it, the uh, the speeder bike's the one thing from Star Wars I always wanted as a kid like to be real and yeah Although, tie in with that, have you heard that? I think it's Dubai is starting to train cops to ride on flying drones. What? Oh.
3: No.
1: Petra, what are you doing?
0: I thought it was BS at first, but they are what looking are you doing? into it. Are recording it? Yet? Yeah. yeah. Okay.
2: What
1: are you doing?
0: Because that's just like that no good can come <laughs> of it. <laughs> See,
2: so now that you mention that, I do remember seeing like maybe a month ago. I like got an article or a picture of that one drone in that hangar bay where they had a guy ride it like twelve feet off the ground. Yeah. It's shaped like a motorcycle with like a whole bunch of big like fans on it. Um and then it's something about the headline might have been something about police riding drones. I didn't bother to click on because 'cause I'm like, ah click bait, blah blah blah. I don't want to read this right yeah. now.
0: Yeah. I'm supposed to be working. <laughs> yeah. Well Welcome everybody to a new episode of True North Nerds. Yay! Yay! Spooky. And we, scared and we actually <laughs> have uh, all the the OG people here today. We have Jen. Hello. We have Ryan. Hello. And Kevin. Hello. So we will, even though, though this is coming out after Halloween, we are recording it on Halloween. So you're going to hear interruptions of our doorbell going. I'm going to be running else.
1: back and forth to the door and maybe gone for a while to help with the trick-or-treating.
0: Yeah. So. And then she
3: will
1: ooh and all
2: over cute costumes.
1: Yeah, and then I'll come back and be like, you guys just missed the cutest. Insert nerdy thing here. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know I how many to...
2: trick-or-treaters you're going to have. On well, my ride up the
0: street, I saw a total of three.
1: Well, then there's lots of candy for us.
2: Yay!
1: So, win-win.
0: Yeah, th- we didn't have many last year either. No. And we were talking to uh, our friend Other Ed the, the other night. Uh, not Snowhawk Cosplay, a different Ed. Other Ed. Uh, we other just Ed. call him Other Ed. We call him Other Ed. I'm <laughs> sure he appreciates it greatly. <laughs> um, he was saying that it's died off in his neighborhood too, but so maybe we're in that transition period where it's, the neighborhood is aged out of trick or treating. Well, I know when we moved in here, we were the youngest people on the yeah. street, like in the the, the sort of in the area. demographic. Yep. And the people who have moved in have can have maintained our status in that so far. So not a lot of kids, but well, young
2: families can't afford to buy homes in our town anymore.
0: Yeah. Well, hopefully, some of that stuff will change. But uh, so. um our episode today is we're going to talk about Halloween memories and scary movies and stuff like that. Um, but as uh, as everything goes, we're uh, going to start with the news. So Ryan's got a couple stories.
2: I've got a couple. It's been a little slow the last couple of weeks, but uh, I've got a couple. I know Kevin's got some stuff too, because we were talking at work today. Yes, we were. We actually talk outside of the podcast, believe oh. it or not. Um, okay, so Jeff Johns. Everybody remembers Jeff Johns? Yes. Rich uh, comic books.
0: Head honcho at DC. One of them. Yep.
2: So, he used to write great comics. Yes. Now he writes comics every so often. Yeah. They still have decent. Is he writing any books currently? He's He's writing doing that Doomsday, Doomsday
0: Clock. Clock right now.
2: Uh, the big uh, mm-hmm. crossover. I wish he'd go back to books like Justice Society and Flash. And, and Green Lantern. Yeah. Anyway... So, I don't think we'll be seeing him doing that anytime soon. Right. Because rumor has it that he's, you know, he's already in charge of a lot of the comic, uh, the TV side and, the, and doing some movie stuff. Uh, reports are he's going to be getting more of the Kevin Feige role and not even reporting to DC anymore. Yeah. He'll be reporting directly to, I guess, Warner Brothers. But
0: unlike Kevin Feige, there was no fights involved by no. the sounds of it. No.
2: Sounds it's... like it was just kind of like it, it evolved that way. The person he, I guess, the woman who's in charge of. Uh, DC that he was reporting to kind of like she's It's all came from tweets that she put out where she was
0: uh, going to be missing him yeah see him go so Uh, there hasn't been any official announcement I don't think I
3: think uh, I think if John puts as much Uh, Into movies as he did Into creating the DC Comics universe It's a good thing And the DCEU definitely needs a guiding hand Like a Kevin Feige to oversee things And say
0: yes to this and no to that And I wonder if that was His divided attentions were starting to Because he is working on the movie side But maybe maybe this is like Okay we need you to focus on This stuff Which is is, uh, The funny thing I read about was Um both him and Kevin Feige started off as, uh, as like PAs and PAs stuff, and, assistants. and assistants. For Richard Donner. Yeah, yeah. Well, Kevin Feige was with Richard Donner's wife, Laura huh. Shuler Donner, and um, uh, Jeff Johns was with Richard Donner's. Yeah. It, it, so naturally, there's a they some were both, crossover. I think
2: they're, no, they're both friends. Yeah, they drove to Comic Con a few times yeah, together. Like they carpooled
0: together.
2: <laughs> um, they're, and I think that they were both working for the, you know, for the respective husband and wife on Superman. Uh, I know yeah. Johns was working for shoot uh, for uh, for Richard Donner during Superman.
0: Yeah, but, uh,
2: which
3: Superman? He's
2: way too young. Superman.
0: The uh, yeah, he was. He,
2: he would have been out. like
0: nine no, years no, no, old no, no, when no, Superman. I'm sure out. that I read I that. that. No, are you no, sure? No. They Jeff Johns and him wrote a, a Superman comic. Yeah, no, he I got know Richard
3: Donner to write Superman yeah, yeah. comics. Okay, I well think, then I thought he I think Donner
0: was a producer on, um, uh, okay. well, Superman Returns.
3: Because I think huh. I think Jeff Johns is my age. Yeah. Well, well, like what movies mid-40s. did he work for him on then?
0: Uh, conspiracy theory was the first one. The the Mel Gibson Julia Roberts one. That's a great Forgotten movie. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. I
2: fell asleep watching it in the yeah. theater. I saw it on a bad day, though. I was over, I had a busy day, one of those things. I, just felt, yeah. I, I don't fall asleep in the theater often. I actually
0: fell, I slept through that movie. So, um, not a bad idea. Um, yeah, back on track here. Well, <laughs> that, that that should be uh, DC's motto from here on out with their movies. Back on track here. Because yeah. from what we're hearing, there's... They they kind of know what they might be doing possibly, and it uh, sounds like this that that flash
2: you know flashpoint movie is really hinging on how Justice League. I just
3: saw that online uh, just before I came today. That uh, it all depends on how Justice League goes over.
0: Well, that
1: that's pretty smart. I mean, makes more sense for them to do it that way then.
0: Yeah, but at the same time, you hear rumors of like a Deathstroke movie being yeah. worked on because they talked to. Um, We've heard rumors his, of
3: so many DC characters being turned. Into yeah, movies. That, that who one? was
0: it they talked to? It was the guy who directed the Raid and the Raid Two. Yeah. Who's, he who's he, he's like an interesting guy. In I think he's Scottish and or Irish and lives in, like, Thailand and makes these awesome Taiwanese, like, action movies and Mm. stuff, or the Philippines or something. (laughs) But somebody's finally trying to lure him in to do an American movie, and that's what they're going with.
2: Who was the guy that they did the photo shoots
0: with? Joe for, Manglin or like as Deathstroke, as Deathstroke, yeah. Uh, Joe Mangale- Manganiello, Lair. yeah. I can never pronounce his name right.
2: So I wonder if part of the whole continuing of rumors now, because the rumor I read, well, the one I saw the story was that it was going to be him as Deathstroke, and the, maybe they had already signed him on for this Batman movie that's not going to have him in it anymore yeah, they changed the script. It so it could be like, like
0: one of those pay or play deals, mm-hmm. yeah. Where regardless if they make the movie, he gets paid for it or not, like.
2: So maybe it's one of those. He'll be like, okay, well then. Well, we're not gonna have him in this one. We'll put him in this other movie. Because yeah. we'll,
0: villains are good, right? People like, like movies. What's his face? Uh the Wayne Marlon Wayans, who got paid for two Batman movies he was never in. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
3: Deathstroke would be a good villain in a Nightwing
0: movie. Yeah, that'd be cool. I uh, Deathstroke's one of those characters I've never seen the, the point of making him a solo well, he's, anti-hero or yeah, anything. I don't, don't think he, does, he doesn't we don't need the Deathstroke movie. He's a, a Deathstroke
2: villain comic right now isn't there yeah a,
0: and i don't other than the, the guy who draws it's really good tyler kirkham i i have no interest in it and i i never have
3: i like deathstroke as an antagonist for the titans Titans, yeah, yeah.
0: And they're using deathstroke again on arrow are they not uh, i don't There's, watch arrow so you would be no not, better than me the i same think Death deathstroke
2: that. that was in the first season you yeah. know that yeah. was uh the guy I, from uh What's that? What's that show? And what else? Manu um, Bennett. That's is that me. him? Yeah. yeah. So because they brought him back again in this, and he's been, he's going to be in a few episodes this season. But so I was like, they've got other villains. I don't know why they needed to even think about using that villain in the Batman movie in that first script. Yeah. It's like,
0: uh, well, I, I think that comes out of Affleck. By the sounds of it, the Affleck yeah. wanted to use it, and quite frankly, Affleck's a good screenwriter and a good director. So yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's one of those scripts I want to see after the movie comes out is his version of what Batman was going to be
3: right and, and as of right now we don't even know if there's going to be a Batman
0: movie. Yeah. well yeah who knows yay trick oh. or treat first trick or treater that's
2: one uh, yeah. uh, uh,
0: uh, so uh, next story Ryan?
2: Uh. next story was uh, we've got more more DC movie news we've got a casting they have cast Shazam
0: oh uh, yeah and it's going to be
2: Zachary Levy Le- Levy? Levi? Levi? Levi. Yeah.
0: Levi. I like it. Um, oh, I like him. He's so. got a bulk up a bit, but... I, the thing is, is, I always picture Shazam as really barrel-chested, like even more so oh, than yeah. Superman ever was. Well, well, that's usually how he's drawn.
3: You he, he never even saw his eyes. He was just all eyebrow right? yeah, <laughs> and, that's very and true. chiseled chin. Uh, but I think I think what I like about this casting is that Zach Levi uh, can do childlike. And when you stop and think about it, Captain Marvel... I hope they call him Captain Marvel in the movie, which I doubt they will, but uh, Captain Marvel is... Um, Is an 8-year-old boy in the body of a 35-year-old man. Yeah. Right? So you need, he needs to be a character who can go, wow, and and golly gee, convincingly. And I think Zach Levi is the kind of actor who can do that.
0: Now, legally, I think they can refer to him as Captain Marvel in the movie. Now, I don't know if they will. They've changed in the comics, right? Uh,
1: They've stopped calling him
3: Captain Marvel in the comics.
1: What is his name then? Shazam?
3: They call him Shazam. So he can't even say his own name in the
1: (laughs) Hi, I'm, I'm
2: uh, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
3: there used to be Captain Marvel Junior. was the only character who could never say his own name because his magic word was Captain Marvel, so he could never say
2: his own name.
1: So our first trick or treater of the night was an adorable little girl dressed up like Harley Quinn with a big poofy tutu.
2: Oh, perfect
0: timing cute. for our DC segment. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Although it's funny, I was talking with my my editor at work today, and I did a, like a, a Halloween piece for work. And I'm like, I really want to slip in like the the Halloween costume drinking game of like every time you see a Wonder Woman take a shot, every time you see a Harley Quinn take a shot, Rick and Morty take a shot. <laughs> it's because those are those are the main the big ones this year, I think. Yeah. Especially Rick and Morty because they're so easy to do. Yeah.
2: Well, my boss came into work as a, as a Rick.
0: Ah. he was going to have. Oh, the that
3: who
2: that character was? Well, that's he was a mix of Sans from some video game. It's this, which I is what the big some head kind was. Of generic ghost. But uh, he had the lab <laughs> coat and everything else. And he was, because he was going to do the blue hair, you know, do the hair and stuff, but he, the wig he got couldn't. Uh, he
3: made wouldn't. this awesome paper mache head mask. Yeah,
2: for the character Sans from this like, kid's video game. That is, it's yeah. for his kid, because that's what his kid's going to be dressed as uh-huh. tonight. And so he just kind of took it. It looked really cool. Yes.
3: <laughs> but back to the Shazam movie. I, I want to see this movie be. Just goofy fun.
0: Oh, yeah. Right? It's got to be different than everything else they put out.
3: I want the bad guy to be Mr. Mind, the tiny little worm that controls people's brains. DC
0: doesn't
1: really do.
3: fun i want them to they they can't if they try to make a grim and gritty shazam movie then i may never go to another dc yeah because
0: ultimately it's a child that becomes superman is the, like the basic premise of it but he's still a, yeah. a kid with all those powers yeah it's and stuff. magical yeah but when... dc doesn't do fun <laughs> as, as grim and gritty as it, it shouldn't get any more serious than big the yeah. Tom Hanks movie. Yeah. like you.
1: Mm, I, I don't think that's what it, I think. It's gonna probably be about the level of Suicide Squad. I think that's oh. as, I think oh. that's as fun as they can get.
0: Yeah, well, let's hope not. But
3: Captain Marvel's villains are are just bizarre. Uh, bizarre. Well, there's Mister Mind. There's Doctor Savannah, yeah. the Monster Society of
0: Evil. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, Black
2: Adam. There's Black Adam. to be played by The Rock. Yeah, yeah
0: but I we want, don't know if he's in that movie or well, not. But, exa- but I want to see... Jen was saying, Now I
2: want to see The Rock as Black Adam yeah. well, versus... A, Jen was saying that yeah, he's... I have him
1: on my Instagram because, I, of course, and uh, he met Stan Lee and it was a picture of him and Stan Lee and, and he signed it, your Black Adam. Hmm.
2: So... Well, he is signed on to be Black Adam yeah. whether and or not he's, he's going so. to, I, well, I he to, film, to he's be in this movie when they start to film. He's supposed to be filming something else. Well, they, and,
0: they were talking about doing a solo movie uh, with Black Adam as like an anti-hero. And like, so is no. Black Adam the like evil
1: Shazam? Basically yes. the same thing? He the was um,
0: So the
3: wizard that gave Captain Marvel his powers is very old and Black Adam was given the power of Shazam in ancient Egypt. So he's thousands of years old and uh, comes uh, the the letters in his Shazam stand for all Egyptian gods so it's all it's oh Shazam whole, stands for something yeah wisdom of Solomon strength of hercules stamina of Atlas power oh. of Zeus the heroism of Achilles and the wisdom of Solomon Oh, I said was M is for Mercury, speed of Mercury.
1: Oh, hey, I'm impressed. There you, there you go, Shazam. So what? So Black Adam also says Shazam?
3: Yeah, but for um, but Egyptian gods, Egyptian gods well, that I can't think of.
1: Seth, Horus. Yeah. Inibis. I don't think there's any Egyptian gods that start with Z. Yeah, um, and
3: even Mary Marvel's Shazam is all goddesses. Um,
1: I didn't know there was a female Shazam. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Mm.
3: And the Z in that stands for <clears throat> she's, she's a
0: character they've kind of ruined in the last couple of years. Well, I don't think she exists right now. Well, yeah, right now she doesn't exist. But they, but they did a number on her for a while. There's a that whole one.
3: team of Marvels. I kind
1: of look this up now because I don't honestly think that there's an Egyptian god. I don't think the ancient Egyptians had the letter Z.
3: <laughs> well, well, it was comics. also written in. I know it's comics, like but now I'm just curious of what yeah. the Where cap- cultural
0: appropriation was <laughs> done and not done with, like, any finesse. And the Captain all.
3: Marvel Shazam, they mix they mix biblical characters with Greek with ancient and Greek, Roman Yeah, gods.
2: I know. So and then well, Black Adam. You know, okay, so now quite often he's portrayed. You know, he's, there's been times when he's been a hero and yeah. part of the you know Justice Society.
3: Yeah, he was in the Justice Society. And then times
2: when he's been part of the they like, gave, the evil team, and it they all gave comes him, down to what it suits him and it, his interests. Okay, I found it on Wikipedia. Wait on where'd it go? It,
3: it, back in around oh six, before the New Fifty Two, they'd even given Black Adam his own Marvel family. So there was the
2: yeah. there was. Well, the, that was during Fifty Two.
3: During Fifty Two, he his his Mary Marvel, who became his girlfriend, was Isis, Isis and then there was Osiris, who was his Captain uh, Marvel Junior, who
2: they. Talked about or alluded to both of them in the new DC uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Season. I'd heard that Isis was coming on ISIS to that show. Was, they just, I Except think, brought her on. and then She's talked,
0: called something different, is she not?
2: I don't know if they've actually, yeah, they just yeah. introduced her last episode and I kind of fell asleep in the middle of the episode. <laughs> so I haven't watched the whole thing yet. So I don't know. Then she was like some kind of hacker from the future. Isis was? Well, this woman, that, this woman. who talked about having a brother who was also captured. And I'm thinking that this woman... Oh, yeah, because
3: it's her brother who became Osiris. Yeah. yeah.
2: They're not... Well. I,
1: I'm trying to figure it out. I'm sorry. The the classicist in me is like, I need to figure this out. Did
3: you Wikipedia Black Adam?
1: Yeah. So S is for the stamina of Shu, who's not a Greek or an Egyptian god. H is for the swiftness of Heru, which I'm well. assuming is supposed to be Horus. A is for Ammon. That one actually is an Egyptian god. Uh-huh. Z is
2: for the wisdom of Zehuti.
3: Maybe these well, are like not, African days. Maybe because
2: he wasn't out ha. of Egypt. He was. He had his own country. Well, yeah, but it was in the me. Middle East. So, yeah. Khanda. A is for yeah. the
1: power of Aton, and Aton is the uh, Egyptian god that um, Tutankhamun's father made up and like basically caused a schism in ancient Egyptian that <laughs> ruined their religion for like. <laughs> and then he was declared a heretic, and it right. was Akhenaten.
0: Shut the light off.
1: Um, M is for the courage of mehen. Um, Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's the classicist to me. It's one of the reasons I really like comics so much is because it ties in with a lot of uh, classical mythology and stuff like that. But as... Brent can attest it drives me nuts when they get it wrong because I don't see the point like why you right. don't need to get it wrong when you it are, works when you it's
3: right too upset with Wonder <laughs> Woman though were you the film, no actually I can't
0: make it through the comics
3: no though.
1: I can't I don't like the comics but the film actually I thought that they did a good job with it because
3: and, and you're okay with Thor
1: well Thor is <laughs> Thor they explain it a different way too and okay. it, it, They're makes, aliens it kind of makes it really sense in Norse to. mythology to have that interpretation. Um, I don't know if you want me to go into it, but yeah.
3: We, we should do a whole podcast on this
1: someday. Sure. Jen explains mm. how
3: everything's Jen wrong. Jen explains comic book mythology.
1: <laughs> Jen explains comic book mythology in relation to real mythology.
2: Yeah. So if you
1: have any questions about <laughs> mythology in comic books and how it relates to actual mythology, myths, legends, gods, let us know. Drop mm-hmm. us a line on Facebook <laughs> or Twitter.
0: Uh, is that all you got, Ryan? That's you... all I got. Yeah. Like um, I said, It was quiet for me. I, I just thought I would mention a couple things as well that um, some of our American friends may have noticed one thing, uh, how uh, our country was kind of closed down for a couple days there due to the, the death of a singer of a rock band that is loved in this country. His name was Gord Downey, and it's I was never a fan of the band. I'm. I'm I will never lie. I am. You can. You the can, band is
1: the tragically hip. Yeah,
0: the tragically hip. It, but there is a lot of Canadians who really, really liked him, and I will respect the crap out of them because they they did very well in Canada. Like mm-hmm. they made a really good living here, which is hard to do in the music industry, for especially for as long as they did. Yeah, it's like them. Ann Murray, and Ronnie Hawkins. And Ronnie Hawkins isn't even Canadian. He just moved here never left. <laughs> um, but, like, the fact that he, he like, when he found out he had a brain tumor and decided, okay, I'm going to make some art, I'm going to spend as much time as I can with my family, and I'm going to try and raise some money for some good causes. That's, like... Raise some awareness. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. It's for native causes and, yep. it, like it's hard to not like anybody like that, regardless Mm -hmm. of what I ever thought of his band. So,
3: Well, last year when they did the Farewell Tour concert, like like I said, I've never been a fan of the hip, but there were outdoor screenings of that everywhere, and I went to the one in Bracebridge, and it was powerful. It was just kind of amazing to be part of something that, they yeah. preempted the Olympics
1: to you show you can't the help but uh, get caught up in the emotion and the yeah, it was yeah, it that was, other people are uh, having.
3: something amazing
0: to tie in with our show. Uh, I'm not sure if it would if it ended up getting published in the States or not. Is Gord ended up writing a sort of a graphic novel with Jeff Lemire mm-hmm. doing the art for it called Secret Path, yep. and it's it's a pretty solid book. It's one of those ones that, like, um, I don't recommend everybody to buy it. Like it does go to charity, and it, like the money from it goes to charity. And for those reasons, maybe maybe you might want to. But it's a book that I think people should read because mm-hmm. it, it's it's just well done. Especially Lemire's art in that particular situation really. Who
3: published it. it? Do you know?
0: Um, I want to say it was an actual book company. Oh, okay. Like it, it wasn't DC or Marvel or, uh, IDW or Image. No, it was a. Uh, at least not in Canada. can like, I want to say maybe Penguin. Oh, okay. Like it, it was one of the it, probably whoever Downey had his uh, book deals for his books of poetry and stuff. So there, there was that. <laughs> I just thought, like it's one of those things that like because we're Canadian based. I kind of thought oh, yeah, like no, you know it's yeah, something no, we should sure. mention.
2: I went and saw the hip when they uh, when they came through Barry one of the last times it was oh geez probably like seven years ago now. Uh, my mom had bought my t- brother and I had tickets for Christmas. Oh nice! They were like maybe row eight on the floor.
0: Where at the Molson at the Molson Center? Molson Center. Wow, that's and, uh, kind of a small venue to see them at too.
2: And the show was on my birthday. Yeah. And one of the crew members, it was his birthday. And his name was also Ryan, <laughs> so they sang "Happy Birthday" to Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just pretending it was they were singing it to me, and nice. got the whole crowd to sing "Happy yeah.
0: Birthday." So I was just like, "Oh, thanks, guys." That's a small place to see them because, like, they're a band. Like for our non-Canadian listeners, they're a band that can sell out the Air Canada Center, which yeah. is where, well, the, which is
2: what they did on their final tour. Yeah, right? how many like t- multiple two dates? nights? Three yeah. nights,
0: something like that. Which you know, that's a lot of and seats. And top to
2: see them in, the, in him? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, What's the Kingston Theater
0: oh, uh, Stadium? That's where they had their final show. I have no idea, to be honest with you. But, but. Uh,
2: yeah, no, so you no, know, and I, I know people that saw the Hip, you know, tons of dozens of times. You know, anytime they came through Barry back in Wilson Park days and those festivals and things really? like that. I
0: think they're one of the few Canadian bands of that era I never saw. Like, it, like there's a couple bands that I was never big fans of, but because we used to have those festivals that would come through Barry a lot. Yeah, See, I, I and other festivals, or um, during the 90s, a lot of those bands would team up for tours, so you'd get two headliners and two opening acts, so yeah. you'd almost get like a mini festival. Like, I've seen Moist, like, <laughs> I want to say eight or nine times, uh, <laughs> and it's um, like, and at least like. Most of them were by accident. They were like they were on tour with somebody else that I really liked, or <laughs> oh, somebody okay. else. The, watch Moist. I like Mois. Uh, a girl Moist. that I was dating really liked, or something like that. Right? Like it's. I saw them multiple times, but I don't think I ever paid a ticket to see them, yeah, well, or at least on purpose. <laughs> yes. Um.
2: Yeah. Don't know. It always makes me think of like, you know, summertime and going to the cottage and especially going hanging out with my friends at my friend's parents' cottage. Or yeah. It'd be one of those like you'd put that CD in as you're going, you know, driving through a Wenda Park or something like that and mm. heading out to go for a weekend of drinking. And, or, you know, it's a lot of people would learn those songs to be able to play around the campfire, right? So you always heard the music. In yeah, the summertime. that's
0: true. I think every musician I know knows at least two <laughs> or three hip songs. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, you had news about Star Trek.
3: Uh, Yeah, I'll do Star Trek first, and I've got a little Doctor Who stuff too. So Star Trek uh, Discovery, I'm very excited to say, has been uh, renewed for a second season. Um, The interesting thing is, because it's on streaming in every country except Canada, Mm -hmm. uh, we have no idea how many people are actually watching Star Trek Discovery. But I can tell you that in Canada, Star Trek Discovery uh, last week was the number 15 show uh, 1.3 oh, wow. million people watched it
0: That's a, that's pretty good
3: Yeah, it's the only program on a non-broadcast network That made the top 30 um, shows in Canada
0: And it's probably cool. one of the few that's not a reality television show uh,
3: Well, uh, I thought, I, uh, because I've got the this ratings up here I, might I be bet gestimated. you NCIS uh, is on that list The number one show in Canada airs Monday nights at 8 o'clock uh, What would that be? Supergirl? That would be The Big Bang Theory. Uh, That's what I was yep. going to guess. <laughs> the Big Bang Theory. The top five
2: in Canada... That's moving to Thursdays. Yeah. The
3: top five shows in Canada are uh, Bull, NCIS, Survivor, The Good Doctor, and The Big
2: Bang Theory. And those are all on CBS, aren't they? Is The Good Doctor on CBS? I believe so, yes.
0: Wow, wow so yes. apparently Canadians like CBS programming. Uh, the number one a Canadian people show watching cable in Canada. is, of
3: course... <laughs> Hockey Night in Canada. Yeah.
0: That uh, makes the
3: sense. only other Canadian show that's on the list is Murdoch Mysteries. Uh, but there are a few uh, geek shows on the list. Uh, so Star Trek Discovery is the f- number 15 show. 1.3 million people watch that. Um, MacGyver is number 20. <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> Again, old people watching cable.
0: The Gifted. That's the, new, the MacGyver. new MacGyver. Oh, the new Ma- There's a uh, new MacGyver? This oh, is yeah. the second
1: season for the new MacGyver.
3: Yeah. I
0: kind of thought it had gotten. It's a little bit intimidating.
3: the Gifted is number twenty-two. I'm That's enjoying that show. show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Flash is number twenty-eight, and Lucifer uh,
2: is rounds out the top thirty. Jeez. I'm surprised to hear that many people are watching Lucifer. I
0: kind of want to watch. Well, my, it's not who you think. My mom and my sister watch Lucifer. I yeah. it's not it's who it's, you it's,
2: think. It's like a procedural, right? It's oh no, like for sure. that like involves crime. If you didn't know that it's based up from, on a comic book, and it's loosely based, book yeah, Other than <laughs> the, yeah, the name. Like then you wouldn't know. So uh, the other, oh, uh, "Wisdom of the Crowd" is the other new show about. I watched a few episodes. The first couple episodes of that wasn't bad. Yeah. I would go back eventually and watch more episodes what of that. Is it? Wisdom of the Crowd.
3: It's about a guy who crowdsources the solutions. He makes to a, like crimes. a
2: computer program uh. that anyone can you know you can put it at the app on your phone, and they'll post because he's trying to find more information about his daughter's. Murder. That's an interesting Uh, concept. And I don't
1: say that much about TV shows anymore.
2: No. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, those those
3: are your ratings. But the, the good news is that Star Trek Discovery is doing really well. Yay, uh, we've seen so, two episodes. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, we'll have to get you caught up soon mm. because it's so good. Yeah. They, they, they did a time
2: loop episode. This week's
3: episode was the Star trek um yeah. of the episodes so far. It was a time loop featuring Harry Mudd blowing up the Discovery over and over and over again. It was really good. <laughs>
0: and you had some Doctor Who news? Yeah, too?
3: so um, they did release a cast photo of the new uh, Companions. Um, so there are three companions. Well, we think they're companions. Uh, Bradley Walsh is the probably the main um, the main companion. We think he's a he's an older uh, gentleman. Uh, he's best known in Britain for being the host of the game show The Chase, but he was also the lead on Law and Order UK.
0: The Chase sounds familiar. The
3: Chase is a game where you um, you answer trivia questions, uh, and there's like an expert trivia guy. Oh,
0: it's on Netflix. Yeah, the That's American right. version yeah, is on Netflix. I, I noticed it popped yeah. up the other day. Sure is.
1: Okay.
3: Yeah. Uh, the okay. Other, the other new companions are played by uh, Tozen Cole and Mandeep Gill. Uh, they're both from the British soap opera Hollyoaks. Uh,
0: huh That's weird that they, They're both from it Yeah uh,
3: But uh, Cole uh, w- Played um, uh, X-Wing X-Wing pilot Lieutenant Bastion In The Force Awakens so Of course he was, they did Cause uh, you know
0: why Every British actor Got at least One small piece Of Force Awakens Yes yeah. why not right uh, And <laughs> his, his character's piece of that name Lucas Disney pie
3: His character's name Is Ryan Woohoo And Amandeep Gill Is like playing A character <laughs> named Yasmin Uh the actress and singer Sharon D. Clark is to become another regular in what the BBC is calling a recur- a returning role, but we do not know who she is. Uh, she's best known for being in a British me- medical drama called Holby City. So there are a lot of British shows I've never heard of. Uh, but yeah, so there's going to be a team of people in the TARDIS, it looks like. So oh, I'm very- I'm really
1: concerned. <laughs>
3: Excited? I don't know. That. I'm sorry. It I'm might concerned. not even be a team why are, for very long. Why are you it could concerned be concerned? Like I don't know.
1: I, I'm, I'm a traditionalist. I'm fine with the Doctor being a woman. Uh-huh. That's fine. But, I mean, it's always the Doctor and the companion, not the Doctor and, like, four no, companions. But, no, I know no, there's no, always true. been a couple here and there. So,
3: like, the first Doctor had three companions.
1: Yeah, I know. When I've seen a couple episodes, episodes episode, of that, and I was like, Beh.
0: <laughs> Eccleston and uh, what's his name? Um, so Eccleston and had Rose and, and John.
1: And John um, yeah, but the John Mickey and John Barrowman and, John Barrowman and, and, and they they came and Mc- went. They came and went. They and and were not consistently and maybe, maybe they these will too. Will yeah, too, that's what the one, I'm the, the, I'm the, reserving the, my the judgment until I the is a recurring
2: see. role, not a yeah. permanent. And so
0: and, I think it's going to be very different. Needs to Maybe be. That's, I think it kind of needs to be different. Yeah. Maybe that's they're
3: why I'm concerned. They're doing less episodes this year. Oh, I don't like they're that. They're only doing 10, but they are 10 minutes longer oh, than yeah. they were
0: last year. <laughs> so they're playing with the format a little bit. Yeah.
3: Um, but I'm excited to see what Jodie Whittaker can do. And uh, yeah. where the sh- I can't wait for the Christmas special. The, the, the I'm just excited for the Christmas special. The one
0: good thing that I appreciate as a writer... About that show is they have the automatic escape route. Oh yeah, is if she's not working out, they can get her really easily. They
2: they have never done that though.
0: No, No. but it's there, and that's well. They just
2: the contract. Was it more of a contract dispute, or Eccleston was kind of just like, "I'm going to America to be a movie star." I I think there there is
0: different versions of that story. Depends on who you talk to and which one you believe. Because they haven't
2: brought him back for. Anything he
3: he was approached apparently and he said no. Yeah, well, that's what he I'm was saying. Approached so for, it's he was like,
0: supposed to be the war doctor. Yeah, and yeah. he turned it down. Now it goes from there's Stories about pay disputes. There's stories about he has said on more than one occasion he didn't like how the cat the rest of the cast and crew were being treated on the show. And, and uh, the, like there's so many stories. It's hard to tell. Like maybe they're all true. Maybe a couple of them are. Yeah. And Either way, like the way I kind of look at it is if they had really wanted him to be the war doctor, he would have been, mm-hmm. you know. The, 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 well, that's what makes me They wondering. made is a it, little bit know, of an effort, but they didn't they kind of were
2: happy to it. see him leave as much as he was happy yeah. to leave. Yeah, maybe? Like,
1: I think my apprehension is that it's a lot of change all at once, and I really liked the way it was plugging along before. I
0: loved
3: so...
1: Bill.
0: Yeah. Bill was awesome I'm kind of surprised she's not a connecting tissue for but the every
3: time there's a new showrunner though the show the, the show cleans house yeah but yeah. it
0: doesn't have to it
3: doesn't but... have to but it does yeah
2: but you
0: know he totally like,
2: we just had this whole kind of yeah like a cleaning house and rebooting and everything when we went from David Tennant to Matt Smith Mm. And that worked out fine in the end because I loved Matt Smith's run.
1: Yeah. Like I said, I'm I'm really hoping I'm pleasantly surprised. It's not like I'm going to say, I'm not watching this. It's different. Oh, no. We're but all, all
2: going to watch it. whether it's Even if it's just a big flaming pile of poo, we're going to watch it <laughs> just to be like... How bad is this going to get? But
1: like i I've, I've, like I said, I've enjoyed the format and how it's been chugging along since yeah. Eccleston, and and I'm worried that the change is going to be too drastic.
3: They they are showing the Christmas special in the Canadian theaters. Canadian theaters. Yeah. Sweet. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't air a, a play though until the 27th, which is oh. kind of good because oh, that's it's two days after Christmas. Christmas.
0: You to, you I have that day
1: off. Let's go. Uh-huh. I thought
0: they put that on Boxing Day. I don't know because we. I so we watched it like when when we went to my parents for Christmas. We watched yeah, it there. Yeah, it's usually used to air my on boxing day. got air into it. Him. They my air mom it on Christmas.
3: Crap. Yeah, Space airs it on. Oh there. yeah, space, oh, okay. yeah space and we would watch it on Boxing Day. Right.
1: Yeah. yeah, we watched it on Boxing Day because we were too busy. So Christmas
3: it'll be on TV <sighs> on Christmas night, and it'll yeah, show in
2: like theaters Boxing Day morning.
3: Unfortunately, I can't go because I have to work on Wednesday, December twenty seventh, at twelve thirty in the afternoon. Which job's that? Aren't we
2: open? I think I have to go to work. Oh, sorry. That's tw- yeah. I have booked those days off. Yeah,
3: Ryan's I have like to go I'm not going. Uh, I've got Wednesday,
0: Wednesday, uh, as December, if it makes me feel any better. I'll be in my office on. So. so
1: Ryan, you and I can go. We got the days the day yeah. off.
0: If I'm if I'm back in Barrie, sure. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so
3: so that's uh, that's my TV news.
0: Cool. Um, I just wanted to to give a, a shout out to friends of mine. To be completely selfish, a little bit. Um, the, uh, the longstanding, uh, wrestling radio show, the live audio wrestling, which has, uh, survived a crap ton of stations over the years and satellite radio and podcasts. And they managed to create their own podcast network. Um, unfortunately the fight network, uh, let go the guys who were part of that show. That show has been running for like. With the current, with the the last group of guys has been in one form or another for at least a decade, if not longer. I know Jay's been on it since work at uh, Jason Agnew has been working on it since ninety nine or two thousand. Because that's how I met him was I went in to to see how things worked there when they were on Mojo. (laughs) Um, Unfortunately, uh, those guys are out of work, which is sucks Mm -hmm. because I've been out of work with, with you know it's. One of those not nice things, and Canadian broadcasting is not a huge world, but I also know that both Wei and John especially are very, very talented, so they'll they'll <laughs> land on their feet somewhere. But in the meantime, uh, they have uh, another show in the works, it's not going to be called The Law or any of the names of their other podcasts that they were doing for the show, because the Fight Network owns all those, so... Um, due to various deals, because or weirdly, the show was originally created by Jeff Merrick, who is uh, for the Leafs or Hockey Night in Canada's. Uh, he was one of their their uh, broadcasters. Uh,
2: name sounds real familiar. Yeah, but yeah. The
0: blonde guy who has never aged. He <laughs> is like our Canadian like vampire. Like he he, I think Jeff's got to be in his fifties at this point, and he looks exactly the same as the day I met him, just a different haircut. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he sold it to the Fight Network, and because he w- was the original owner of the show, and the, the guys who were working on the show went along with it, and mm. it's uh, so the Fight Network owns it. They may do something with it. Um, whoever gets it, what like. You know that's that's good. Uh, it's awesome that you're getting a job out of it, but uh, I have certain loyalties to the other guys. So, um, so yeah. So check out. Uh, I'm gonna put the link to the the episode of the the first episode of their new show. It's gonna be delayed for a little bit uh, past this episode because they're. They're going through the same process we did when we started our podcast, uh, figuring out it, where to put it, yeah. How it works. Where, where are oh, we going to? More like, where are we going to post it? What service should we use? Stuff like that. So it's it's uh, because they don't they don't have the financial backing of a television network behind mm-hmm. them now, so they've actually got to worry about these things. But so I'll put that on, on our page just in case you're curious. And now for the fun stuff: Halloween. Mm-hmm. So does anybody have A favorite Halloween costume That they dressed up as Teenager, adult, or as a kid
1: When I was a kid I dressed up like a bat
0: (laughs) A baseball bat?
1: No, a bat bat So I wore like Black pants and a black turtleneck. I love bats. And then um, my mom safety pinned fabric under my arm, so it was like bat wings, and I wore cat But you know that was back in when it was snowed on Halloween all the time. Mm -hmm. So I think I had to wear a snowsuit over top of it, so I just looked like a cat in a snowsuit.
2: Apparently, it snowed today. (laughs) I I didn't
1: see
3: it. So as far as I'm concerned, it didn't happen. I should get some new tires. It did. Mine are in the Brents' garage. Um. I'm a little older than you guys. A little bit. Really? So do you guys remember no. those cheesy Halloween costumes with the, with the plastic I, mask and the, on the jumpsuit that came with yeah. it was like a picture uh, of the character you was. You were know yes. to? I used
0: to know what they were called. Like the I two main I think like one it. company that made Not them. Ruby yeah. Are those the Rubies? No. No, no, Ruby's makes
3: actually decent um, looking um,
0: costumes uh, now. Because they, they cut, That's one of those things that come up on those toy hunting shows yeah. a lot. But, uh, those picture it.
3: Simcoe County, nineteen seventy eight nine. I was eight years old, and Star Wars had come out, and I was C-3PO.
0: (laughs) Nice. Not a bad one for that type of costume.
3: So I had the cool gold C-3PO mask with a jumpsuit that had a picture of C-3PO on the front with the word C-3PO across it, so everybody knew that I was C-3PO.
0: I think those went even into like the the mid-80s, because I seem to remember seeing them. I'm sure maybe they're still being made now, and I just don't notice, or... I guess they're a little bit more, like, read, they're actual fabric yeah. suits now instead of, like, the, the and plastic people bag want, people
3: want costumes that look like what the character <laughs> is. Yeah. Not
1: plastic but bags with what it is written on here's
3: it. Here's a little piece of trivia about that company that I gleaned somewhere on the internet. That uh, that company was the first company ever to license a Marvel character. Uh, Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, the very first ever Spider-Man merchandise was one of those... Um, cheesy Halloween costume. Oh, cool. The elect- elastic string mask and the picture of the character on the
0: front. And that was ra- part were- of the a lawsuit, too, like as evidence. Um, I want to say it was part of the Kirby uh, lawsuit of trying to get all the, the Kirby characters back Maybe. in the copyright. Because yeah. they also claimed Spider-Man at the time. And one of like the original versions of that costume is based on a... Kirby sketch huh. Of a Spider-Man Character Which yeah. was not The Spider-Man We all know and That
3: love. company Has been around Since the 30s yeah. It might have been A podcast I was Listening to about Licensing And they uh, They were one of The first companies Ever to license Pop culture Characters And so it goes Back to like Dorothy and the Scarecrow and the mm-hmm. Wizard of
2: Oz But
3: uh, yeah So C-3PO That was uh, one of My most memorable Costumes as a child
2: Right uh, Okay so let's Paint the picture here Back <laughs> in the, I want to say Maybe 19 early 90s, we'll just say it. Mm-hmm. probably in grade four or five, mm-hmm. Legion of Doom were really popular in the WWF. Oh, the Road Warrior! No, no, they were the Legion of Doom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My World
0: War, friend, Hawk, World Warrior, animal.
2: My friend, uh, his dad had bought his tickets and took like four, like ten-year-old boys down to. Uh, Maple Leaf Gardens for one of those house shows
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, I think the main event was Rowdy Roddy Piper versus uh, Ric Flair
0: ooh okay <laughs> I know exactly which era that is yeah, yeah because it was Flair still you know, long.
2: no and the Rockers were still the Rockers it was just before the you know Shawn Michaels went on his own and so okay. well, the Legion of doom were wrestling the natural disasters <laughs> and so sorry there was only the, the three boys sorry. so all three of us bought the foam Legion of Doom shoulder oh, pads cool. with the spikes, <laughs> uh, the, band, the Legion of Doom bandanas. So that Halloween, I painted my face like animal with the whole face paint with the spider and the eyes, you know, yeah. and, and wore my foam shoulder pads over, over top of my snowsuit because there was lots of snow that year, too. And, yeah, every house I went to, nobody had any idea <laughs> what the hell it was. They're just but like, you look cool. cool. Yeah.
1: Well, aren't you a scary monster? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> but yeah, so there, that was that was a good one. That was a, a memorable one. Yeah, wasn't that... my, wasn't my go to costume, but uh, the costume. You know, we all I'm sure we all have those costumes that you've done that costume multiple times mm. over the years. Mm-hmm. it's like
0: as a kid, not really. No, but I mean,
2: oh, yeah, so but... You, you did it as a kid. Yeah, you did it in your probably in your 20s if you went to a party. You've probably done it more recently than in your 30s.
1: Only as an adult because I bought a witch's hat and a cape, and I just wear that every year.
2: Oh, So I'm the only one that's dressed but, as a Jedi multiple times for Halloween?
3: Well, I've,
0: I've done and, Ghostbusters a couple times. And a Ghostbusters.
3: I recall being a pirate as a kid, and I went to a, I went to Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party as an adult dressed as a pirate. There was a whole group of us went as pirates. It was very fun. <laughs> when you're in your 30s and you go trick-or-treating in the Magic Kingdom, is very fun.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> okay, we'll get back to that. Yeah. that awesome. Um, for me, uh, my favorite costume that I can remember as a kid, completely homemade, my dad or my mom made it. Um, I'm sure if either of them actually listened to the show, they would correct me on it. (laughs) And it was a robot costume. It was Uh made out of cardboard boxes with, uh, silver duct tape. Oh, nice. The duct tape made it all silver. My dad made a, like, a controller thing in the front. So he put, like... Bits of I want to say it was bits of an old tape player or something because he I know there was a tape in it because he used like <laughs> my uh, you know those uh, you used to get the the books with records and the books with tapes yep. uh-huh. it was the Raiders you'll of the know Lost it's time Star to page. turn the page
3: when Tinkerbell rings her, her little Red bell, bell. Yeah. like this.
0: Yep. The um, we had that one too, the Peter Pan one.
3: <laughs> the, the, all the Disney ones did that.
0: And, yeah. and I accidentally sacrificed all the record ones to the vinyl gods one day because I was listening to them outside, and then I went in for lunch, and it was in the middle of the summer. Oh no! And those were not made out of the greatest vinyl nope. in the world to begin with. So.
2: <laughs>
3: Melting.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
3: I melted my sister's copy of the Muppet Movie soundtrack album. Oh. I took it to school and sat in the bus. On the seat with the heater.
0: Yeah. So the uh, the arms were made out of the um, uh, dryer ducting.
2: Like the oh, plastic okay, big, dryer Yeah, ducting. yeah yep.
0: The advantage, going back to the Canadian Halloween experience, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the advantage with this costume, jacket underneath. Oh, yeah. Because it was a big and a bulky enough costume that you could get away with it. Yep. Bad thing about it is like like a stormtrooper, no peripheral vision. <laughs> I, I, I think I went around with my buddy Gavin, who who upkeep[s] our our thing that year, and and maybe I, I don't know if we would have been old enough for. I don't remember a parent going with us, but I don't think we were old enough to, to have a parent go with us. Yeah, no. and it was also the year I remember that year because it was also the year we discovered the guy down the street worked for Cadbury. (laughs) He was handing out full-size chocolate bars. And that was during the period where, I I don't know if it's still this, where Coca-Cola owned Cadbury. Okay. And... Full cans of pop to go with oh, the... Yeah. Uh, yep, 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 Those were the best you houses. You always find
1: the houses that have the full cans of pop and the full-size candy. I still, it,
0: weirdly, like, it is etched in my memory. If we, I can show you the house. Oh, I can show you the house in my old neighborhood, too.
3: <laughs> there was one year I remember going, meeting up with my friend Crystal Peckman, and she delivered the paper in our neighborhood, and there was this one old house that was way... I live in a, in a sort of rural area, and there was one ha- old like farmhouse that was way in off the street. She said, I promised the, the woman who lived here that I would go to her house, so you've got to come with me. Because it was way down this sort of dark driveway. And we get back okay. there, and this old woman lives there by herself, and mm-hmm. she gave us so much stuff because Aww. nobody ever came to visit her on Halloween. She
2: And everything was homemade. And and, uh, and full of razor blades yeah. and needles. <laughs> I and needles I, was, I
3: remember giant popcorn balls and brownies <laughs> and, again, full cans of Coke and... We must have been there for half an hour.
1: <laughs> more,
3: please. Worth the
2: walk, there Oh, yeah, exactly. You don't walk. need to hit any more houses after hitting that house. On,
0: on a side note to Ryan's comment, I do like those uh, Halloween memes that are going around right now of the, like check your children's thing. And the one that I laughed at today was, like, make sure to check your children's candy. I found this Sherman tank yeah. in a bar. In a Mars bar. Like, bar, like kind of pulled apart a little bit on the top yeah. of the tank.
2: Yeah, because I saw one of those, uh, it was like, you know, some handgun with the oh, Twix. Yeah. On, on Pulled <laughs> so that the, uh, the gooey center was going across it. And it was, I found this in, the, in my child's tw- Twix
0: bar. <laughs> it's a, it, I, I watched the thing on Urban Legends one day, and oh, yeah. the, the razor blade in the... The Apple one, at least at the time that I watched it, never actually it's happened. Never. There's I'm no convinced. reported cases of it ever. I'm yeah.
1: convinced that parents made this up so that they could eat the homemade stuff. Because I remember, I have now I'm thinking about my Halloween memories. I remember we went to a neighbor's house, and we knew all our neighbors. I grew up in a suburb. Um, and uh, we got, it was like a, I, I can't remember exactly what it was. It was like a candy apple or a brownie or something uh-huh. like that, homemade. And uh so they put it in our bags and, you know, we walked to the end of the driveway and my dad was waiting and he's like, what did you get? And so we showed him and he's like, oh, you can't eat that. That's uh, homemade. And then he was eating it while we were walking <laughs> to all the other houses. He was just snacking on it. My,
0: <laughs> so like, uh, dad, why are you eating it? Yeah. He's, my, he's like, just say, not as I do. Making I'm,
1: sure it's safe. <laughs>
0: dad would try to score the Mars bars and Snickers. Like he, he wouldn't steal all of mine, but he'd try and get. Oh, I had to hide he, it from my He would mom. have a tax.
1: You'd have a tax.
0: And, <laughs> tax. I, that would oh, be the best way tacks. of describing it. And <laughs>
1: I love I get, your parents. I had to walk around
0: with you. I get first pick, kid. <laughs> I can't time. remember if it was my dad or my mom, but one of them really loved the craft caramels, oh, which, mm, which yeah. were good back then. Yeah. I think that it, I don't know if it's me as a kid or if they've gotten worse. No, I you're just eating that.
1: the ones that were made when you were a kid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that could be.
1: They don't taste as good after 30 years. <laughs>
0: Um, does anybody have any good Halloween stories or memories, or is that just a part of the costume thing? Or uh, I've got I've an got interest. One. I've
2: got. I've got one. So this one, probably about trying to think how old my friend's kid is because it would have been before she was born. Uh, we'll say like twelve, fifteen years ago. Uh, I was renting a house with some friends. And it was, we just, you know, know, we're going to have a Halloween party. We had this big house. We decorated the, you know, the, there was like, you know, a little area when you first walk in the house, we made this giant spider this huge spider web and we decorated the house. We we invited like all, everyone we knew, all of our friends. And so I decided I was going to be like the devil for for Halloween. So I, I put on my, my pinstripe suit, had a red tail, had like like this like pimp cane, like all kinds of skulls on it. And painted my face red.
1: I know where this is going. Well, apparently,
2: you know, because I was being cheap and I was like, it's just face paint. It was probably dollar store face paint. <laughs> and who knows where it was made and yeah. what was in it. Yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm blaming it for my visit to the hospital that night. Oh, no. Um, before people were people were barely showing up. Just, we had pizza, we were drinking beer, and we were still getting our costumes on. And uh, one of my friends turns to me and he's like, Ryan, why is, your, uh, why is your back of your neck so red? I'm like, what are you talking about? And, uh, and I kind of found a mirror and I had some hives. I was like, well, what the hell? And then so I went to like, well, maybe I should go wash this face paint off and see what's going on. So I went up to the washroom and started washing the face paint off. And when and I, your face was still my, red. I was still covered in hives. So then I was like, oh, so you know, so we start. Think what the hell? So I better have a shower. Just see if if it's maybe it's not the face paint. Maybe I just rub something, have an allergic reaction. You know, so you know, you strip down, you go in the shower, and I am covered in hives. <laughs> um, so you know, quick shower, come downstairs, in some clean clothes. Start talking to my friends to be like, okay, you know, I am not really feeling so great. Um, it kind of sucks, and then you know, to have to change out of my costume. When the world started to be turned into one of the end of a you know a Warner Brothers cartoon, where you get the whole circle like going to black, and the only reason I didn't fall and hit the floor was because as this happened, I just braced myself in a doorway, and kind of caught myself and snapped wow. out of it. Uh, so my friend Jess, who's a respiratory therapist, um, hadn't been drinking yet, so she drove me to, to emerge, uh, dropped me off, went to Parker Car, I went in, you know, do the whole. Hey this is my name, this is what's throwing on. They're like, Okay, go have a seat. And I'm like sitting there. And then they're okay, come over here, you know, do the whole blood pressure, blah, blah, blah. And so I sit down and whatever. I don't know what any of these numbers mean. And she does the read thing and she's like, Oh, uh, let me let me do that again. Okay. Does it again. And she's like Okay, we're gonna we're gonna get you in we're gonna find you a bed, we're gonna get you in into a in, and take a look at it right now. Like,
1: Jesus. Like okay. Somebody's blood pressure was super low.
2: Apparently if it had been any lower, they'd have been sending me to trauma. Because by then, Jess had shown up, and so she knows what those numbers all mean, and I forget what it was, but yeah, she said if it was any was lower... Were school
0: at that point, or were Oh, she no, just, she, was, yeah, she uh, was a working respiratory, yeah, so oh, okay. she
2: knew, yeah, she just, she, it's not her hospital, that's not yeah, where she worked, no, but, but... So, yeah, so she knew what it all meant, and she saw that, and she's like, yeah, she's the one who told me when they, you know, they brought me in, sat me down, and said, like, here's some oxygen, I said, here, doctor, we over shortly, and I'm like, okay, so she's like, yeah, if it had been any lower, they'd have been sending you to trauma. Jesus. I'm like, oh... And you know, then when I sat there. They gave me some Benadryl and kept me for like half an hour or an hour, and then sent me home. Yeah. On the way back to the house, I had to get just to pull over because I threw, you know, I threw the Benadryl back up. Yeah. Uh. But uh, I went home and passed out. A few of my drunken friends came crashing into my room to check on me and wake me up every so often because they're like. I heard you're not feeling good. It's like, oh, fuck off! I'm trying to sleep.
1: <laughs> are you dead? And
2: then the yeah. next morning, when I woke up all bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, and everyone else was all hungover, it was quite funny. Oh. <laughs> but uh, it sounds like I missed quite the party that night. It does.
0: So, do you know what you were allergic in? No, a, a, I, I've I mean,
2: I, you know, I've had, I've always had some allergies. Yeah, but you most don't. of them are seasonal mm. and you know, minor allergies to, like, you know, to cat dander
0: and well, animal dander. Well, last year you, you had like not a big Reaction. You had a very, very mild reaction to a. Uh, was that Batman mask you tried on? When I we were, think so. Yeah, yeah, I, had, I just
2: started sneezing. Sneezing. But yeah, the, you know that was something from China too. So yeah, uh, yeah, that was funny because we tried that on at the Halloween store, and the next thing I know, I'm like, yes, yeah, just sneezing, it's sneezing, and my, face. my nose was running. I was just like, that's so, the only thing either that or something else in the store. To but, bring this
3: back to a bit of a lighter note,
2: <laughs> not uh, Ryan almost dying. No, yeah, yeah. Uh, we used to have really
3: great themed Halloween parties about. 10 15 years ago so yeah friends and i uh so one year it was like come as your favorite tv show uh and i was like on survivor with like face paint i made it an <laughs> idol and all that kind of stuff but my favorite themed uh halloween party we ever had was a come as if you've come from another party party <laughs> okay so we had bridesmaids we had santa we i was oh
0: okay so season like seasonals we're yeah. open. Yeah. Okay. So okay. there was like a,
3: a slumber party. So there were people in their pajamas. Uh, I was a pirate because I was in a boarding party. Uh,
1: <laughs> there, were poli- <laughs> there
2: were politicians from a political party. party. <laughs> was there anybody that just looked like they had been up drinking all night? Oh yeah, Because sure. they just for sure. left the party. And well, so that's what part I was
0: thinking. Yeah. I was like that. That kind was of sounds a bunch boring. Of until people. people went into it. And yeah, like, no, just, that sounds like we're fun. We're just not a, it creative
3: enough. And we used to play. We used to play stupid party games uh, like uh, there was one that involved trying to find the they hid they tiny little pieces of string all over the house and you had like five minutes to find as much string as you could and tie it together and whoever had the longest piece of string at the end won. Jeez. But the other game we used to play all the time was sardines. Have you ever played sardines? No. It's reverse hide and seek. So we would all leave the house and one person would go and hide. And then, after a count of 10 or 20, you all go into the house and try to find the person. When you find the person, you don't yell that you found them, you hide with them. So you end up with like 20 people hiding in a bathtub. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That does sound like fun.
3: It was very fun. (laughs) So those were some of the parties we used to have. Uh, so how do you win just to not be the last person yeah, to hide? Yeah, you, you, didn't, you didn't win. You just didn't lose. <laughs> if you were the last person in the house when there's 20 people hiding under the dining room table, you're not very good at this game.
0: <laughs> so my favorite Halloween story uh, spans two years. Oh, Because it's, it's not even me. It's my father. And I'd kind of forgotten about it until my mom posted this picture up on uh, Facebook today. So when uh, we got to a, an age, I guess probably when we could go out by ourselves for uh, Halloween, my dad started doing, handing uh, candy out at the door. But what he would do is the first year, he dressed up with uh, big, he, he uh, did stuff for Xerox at the time. So he had big coveralls mm-hmm. and put on, I think his welding mitts, like, so kind of oversized mitts. Right. Right. His big steel-toed boots, and, uh... Yes, the cat is cute. And he put a pillowcase over his head. Well, he had a Skidoo helmet on it, because my dad's also not stupid. (laughs) He had a Skidoo helmet on, pillowcase over, with, like, a face kind of drawn on it, and big, like, 70s sunglasses in the eyelet so he could see. And he would terrorize the children as they came up.
1: Because that's the most fun part of Halloween. Yeah, uh, Yeah. which
0: is... And we learned why my dad thought ahead because one of them wound up with their candy bag and just like, wham, across the side of my dad's head. So the next year, he set the dummy up, like a dummy up, in the exact same costume. (laughs) And then he had gotten a third pumpkin because I carved one, my sister carved one. He got a third pumpkin that... He carved out, and it was large enough for his head to go in. Oh, so he carved it out, put it on his head, Ugh. and he sat on the other side of the dummy. All the kids in the in the neighborhood were like, "Well, I know this gag. Yeah, he's the guy in the and who would be dumb enough to wear a pumpkin on their head?" The answer, my father. <laughs> <laughs> so they would go for the like, go by the dummy, expecting the dummy to to come out. And my dad would just go from behind them and go, boo. And like you would just see kids just like <laughs> sprinting down the street. And it's one of those ones that I always remember.
3: Ah. I did an event last week in Aurelia. As, uh, uh, we were asked as uh, part of our improv group to do this event called The Haunting of Downtown Aurelia. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was uh, sponsored by the Downtown Management Board and involved the museum and the opera house. So, there were four groups of uh, people who had signed up for this, and uh, four groups of 25. First, they were taken into the museum, where they had, on the various levels of the museum, there were various haunted events. The basement of the museum, that building used to be the jail, so they had a whole like zombie apocalypse thing going on down there. and It sounded very loud, because they kept slamming the jail doors closed. I never actually went down, because... I don't like gory, scary stuff, so I like them. But uh, So we were hired to be the tour guides of the ghost tours, because after they were done with their half an hour in the museum, we had to walk them down Mississauga Street to the Opera House, where there were actual paranormal, uh, quote unquote, Ooh. I think there were actual paranormal investigators doing ghost tours of the Opera House, which mm-hmm. is apparently a very haunted building, but it was so much fun. Uh, at one point when they when they came out of the, um, the basement of the museum, they were led actually up the stairs that led them back outside into the courtyard. So my job was to get them back into the museum where they mustered for the tour. And I would just yell at them, don't let them out, don't let them out, whatever you do, don't let them out. And I freaked so many people out doing that. It was so much fun we had created characters for ourselves and we did this sort of interactive theater. And I think if we do it again next year, it's going to be even more fun.
1: So, yeah.
3: a,
0: Jen, you got any?
1: I have a couple. Um, I have one story um, when I was a kid. i probably like 12. And I was dressed as a devil and I had a pitchfork. And uh, like I said, I lived in the suburbs. But there were a couple of lots that were really far back from the road. And then there was big, like, uh, trees, areas between the houses. So you could walk all the way down the driveway and then walk along the street and then walk all the way back up the driveway again. Or you could cut through the person's property, right, to get from one door to another, which was faster. Mm -hmm. So um, we used to also uh, trick-or-treat with uh, pillowcases. Of course. (laughs) I'm sure everybody did. But uh, so I'd have my pillow. And it was quite heavy at this point. I had this huge pillowcase full of candy. So I'm holding it in one hand and I had my devil's pitchfork in another in my other hand and i'm walking with my girlfriend and this kid comes running out of the forest to steal my candy and he grabs my bag and tries to keep going and this is like i remember this because this is like my badass moment and i if anybody knows me i am not a badass oh i'm scared of you all the time oh yeah (laughs) so he expected because he was running out of the forest like to grab my candy and keep going and i didn't let go so, and he was probably slightly older than me, so I was like 12, 13, he was probably like 15. So I was holding onto my bag and he was holding onto the other end and he was trying to pull it and I kept hitting him with my devil's pitchfork, <laughs> yelling, let go, and just kept wailing on him with my, until he finally let go of my bag and ran off. And I'm like, that's my Halloween badass moment. <laughs> Still proud of that to this day.
0: How old were you?
1: Oh, like 13, 12, uh, 13. Okay. Yeah. I was uh, always a really tall kid. Hmm. But my other Halloween story, and I hope Heather and Mike don't listen to this because I'm not sure if I'm supposed to share it or not. Um,
2: <laughs> so I, when shouldn't I was in, have said their names then. Eh,
1: their names are in the story. So when I was in university, um, so my, my I was friends with Heather. Well, still am friends, but my friend Heather um, had just met this new guy named Mike and she liked him, kind of, but he was... At that time, he came from BC and he didn't really have any friends. And he's the type of guy that you really – sorry, Mike, if you're listening, but it's true. He's the type of guy that when you first meet him, he's freaking annoying until you get to know him because he's trying so hard to (laughs) impress you so that you will be his friend.
0: Oh my my friend Adams the same. Yeah. Adam <laughs> I wanted to punch in the face oh. multiple times before we Mike the
1: game <laughs> Mike part. I was I was like ready to crack him too a couple of times. So but Heather really liked him and I really liked Heather. So we decided to have a Halloween party so that she could win him over. This was honestly the premise of our Halloween party. We had like 15 people at this house, but the whole point of it was so that Heather could win over mike okay and so heather who is you know just about a badass as me um and usually very like modest and at the time was kind of modest and mousy until you got to know her decided to like vamp it up so she decided we were in classical studies so she decided to dress up like a nymph so she went and got this like satiny outfit that was like barely covering her top and she was a really petite skinny girl and like Bare midriff did her hair, did her makeup, and she's like the whole nine years, she looked gorgeous. And Mike dressed up in a toga, um, because classics. Yeah. And uh I just remember when he came in and it's that, that was it. Nobody else was in the house except for her. <laughs> and so it worked. They got married, they have two kids now. It was a wonderful but And
3: did they still use those costumes?
1: I, I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. But uh my,
0: no, Mike has a much better Roman costume, because yeah. he's a Roman in, uh, reenactor yeah oh, so now yeah, he's like he, like a gladiator, yeah man, pretty yeah, much yeah. he has
1: progressed Roman he's a centurion,
0: yeah. Yeah. oh yeah so his his costume upgraded,
1: but I always remember <laughs> I have a great picture of Heather in her in her nymph outfit, like posing with one arm out in this like cape, and you can kind of see Mike in the background, just like eyeing her,
0: mm.
1: <laughs> so that's that's my warm, fuzzy Halloween memory. <laughs> I'm sorry, Heather and Mike, if you listen to this.
0: So with Halloween also comes like a lot of movies or a lot of scary movies and spooky movies are on TV. But there's also a lot of TV show holiday Halloween specials, mm-hmm. uh, especially when we were growing up. Roseanne was the one that I constantly remember. Roseanne earlier. had great
3: Halloween episodes.
0: Um, I, I also really like, you know what, my my favorite Halloween special, like specifically Halloween, not a scary movie, mm-hmm. was the Garfield Halloween special.
3: Oh, I don't remember that one at uh, all. I vaguely one's pretty remember good.
0: that yeah. one. Both Halloween and Christmas. The, those two Garfield specials I really, really remember. Oh. and it's, it, the, um I, I believe it involved... Uh, Garfield dressing up as a pirate. <laughs> okay. And there was ghosts and stuff like that. But like there was a couple like as a kid there was a couple moments in it that I legitimately thought were kind of scary.
3: I was a very sensitive young child, so there were episodes of Scooby Doo I couldn't watch because I thought they were too scary. <laughs> the movies.
1: most ter I just remembered. The most terrifying Halloween movie that I saw as a child was Focus*. Ichabod Crane. Oh. Oh, I still can't watch it. It gives me the heebie-jeebies. So
3: that Halloween party I was talking about at the Magic Kingdom that I went to... The lead-off to the parade is the headless horseman racing down Main Street oh, on a Jesus, horse. That's
0: that'd awesome! Comes
3: charging through the park, down the street, and then they have this awesome Halloween parade. It's called Disney's Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. So I want to
1: go to that.
3: It's very fun.
1: <laughs> I like Not So Scary. My favorite.
3: Ref- the parade is great. There's this one part where there's all these like haunted mansion grave diggers, and they drag their shovels across the. The street and the sparks just fly. It's awesome. Like I There's refuse to farmers. go to the
1: Halloween haunt at Canada's Wonderland because I don't like. I I would just be so anxious having waiting for somebody to jump out. I just learned this year that you it would can
3: hurt buy a, a bracelet or a necklace or something that says no jump scares. It costs $7. You can go and it, it costs you $7 extra and the scare actors see it and they will not jump out.
1: At I, you. I, I don't, I don't want to risk it. I would have <laughs> to, I would be walking with my hands like over my head so that like you could see yeah. these bracelets. I just couldn't do and it. Then,
0: and I, I wonder how much those people get injured every year. Oh, Cause I, I, I like, I know like one of the, the haunted houses in Niagara Falls, one of those ones where, like, they have the blackout room where it's completely dark and then somebody touches you? Well, I've heard that... It's it, my friend Diana just wound up and punched yeah. the guy in the face. <laughs> like, just didn't couldn't see him, just knew, okay, hand is there, wham! And, like, just out of instinctive.
3: I've heard that at Universal, where they have a really scary Halloween event called... Yeah. Uh, Halloween horror nights. Well, they get
0: they get horror directors to curate those things. Oh
3: yeah, and the they time. have houses based on classic horror IP. Yeah. They had a Shining house this year, uh, but uh, they've started to cut back on the amount of alcohol they sell because of that very yeah. problem.
2: So, just a quick update: it is now just after seven o'clock on Halloween night, and no we have more still only had one trick or treater at wow. the door.
0: Wow, well, maybe the weather drove them all in too. It stopped snowing. Yeah, but it's yeah, still cold sure. and wet.
1: I'm but. sad, mm-hmm. but more candy for us. Yay!
0: Um, I brought this up when we were. It, it, here's a little behind-the-scenes fact for everybody. When we plan these episodes, we, we have a little Facebook group and we we throw ideas back and forth. And one of the ones that I brought up, um, I think I can't remember if Ryan was the one who remembered it. I'm surprised if I'd be surprised if it's not Kevin. Is Mr. Boogity It was a Disney produced.
2: I vaguely remember. I think I remember and it. And I
0: remember it terrified the living shit out so of me. Uh, so, what
2: a child. happens in the movie? Not and, as
0: bad as a kabob crane. Um,
2: Give me the were, calls. notes. So of is it a family moves into an old house? Yep. And there's a, a a little kid ghost, and then there's like an old, like creepy ghost. That's the the bad Mr. ghost. Mr. Boogity. Okay, yes, I do remember. And there was like there was more than one movie in that there, series, I've, wasn't there? There was at least two. And okay, I, I yes, I think, do remember those now. I
0: could look. I don't it up remember those at all. The, I could look it up on the internet, but I want to say the the, the the only thing that rings a bell is the like, title. Yeah. He he, kind of looked like the emperor, at least in the first one. He had like a cloak and like a bumpy kind of made-up face and old-timey looking. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. the
3: Disney live-action movie that freaked me out the most as a kid was something wicked this way comes. Yeah, that
2: movie was.
3: Scary. Based on uh, Ray Bradbury. Yeah, it's about this creepy carnival that comes to town, and there's this carousel, and kids get on. When they get off, they're not kids anymore, so they lose their whole childhood. It's, <gasps> it's all about the loss of innocence. You <laughs> like, know, oh,
1: this we, is a Disney movie. We totally should have had like a child Halloween childhood movie night.
0: The Hocus uh, Pocus is another. Great I don't think too.
1: I've ever seen that.
0: That the, I feel uh, like I
2: have, but once in a long time ago.
1: Yeah.
3: I just remember Sarah Jessica Parker going amok, 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 amok. because they were the witches were running amok. and the
0: zombies, <gasps> Doug Jones. I oh, don't know. Oh, trick or treat!er ooh, I don't know why How I much know that. I bet this one's a like teenage
3: trick or treater or it's Ed.
0: <laughs> there's a there's a zombie guy that's in it that's played by Doug Jones, who's now on Star Trek. Yes,
3: and, the the Hocus Pocus has. Um, there's a lot of nostalgia about that movie now. In fact that's the main show at the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween yeah. party now is they've got cast people to be the Sanderson
0: sisters. I yeah. always got that mixed up for years with um the, the one with Angelica Houston. I think it's based on a the role witches. of book, the witches, which was also pretty freaky.
3: She turned kids into mice, didn't she?
0: I wanna say yes. But <laughs> it's, yeah, and like it's weird. Um I used to really, really love horror movies. And as I've gotten older, not so much. Maybe it's because mm. the world's still <laughs> the, world's the world's scary enough. The world's scary enough. There's I've never liked horror that, movies. There's a couple that still stand out. Um I and weirdly, like I also started watching the Exorcist TV show. Oh. And it's fairly good what I've been watching of it. But it's one of those ones that I like I do have to do kind of a palate
2: cleanser with. <laughs>
0: Well, no, I love this
2: time of year because it never fails. You can almost always find Ghostbusters Busters, on. Yeah, <laughs> It's like almost either if it's not on the weekend and like every other day, there's a different channel that's got it on. Sometimes it's one and two back to back. Yeah. That's the movie that I can, if I find it on TV and there's nothing on, so I'll turn that on and watch I, it. I've
1: explained this to Brent a couple of times, but in my mind, Ghostbusters 2 is two movies.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: So it's just like bits and pieces of each movie. So, because the, there's the good part of Ghostbusters 2, and there's the stupid part of Ghostbusters 2, which is <laughs> Ghostbusters 3 in my mind. Ah. So, Ghostbusters 2 in my mind is just the painting guy and the plot that the painting. And then, Ghostbusters 3 in my mind is the stupid dancing ooze. <laughs> <laughs> So I've separated it subconsciously <laughs> into two movies. I
0: should give that give that a watch because I haven't watched it since I like in uh, years. I, yeah,
1: I love the painting and the the possessed guy. The Titanic
0: joke, and that's the creepy... my favorite part of the movie.
2: Better leave the
3: movie stupid. <laughs> I, I like the funny spooky movies better than the scary gory. Movies. Yeah, me too. So I love like Beetlejuice. Yeah, no. uh, that's no, the,
0: that's all Halloween themed. Yeah, that's like yeah. You know.
3: So that kind of stuff, and like. The only sort of horror movie I can ever recall paying money to go to see in a theater was Clive Barker's
0: Nightbreed. <laughs> Ooh, that's actually a good one. It, and I, it really isn't a horror movie. It's more of a fantasy movie. It's a movie
3: super dark fantasy. That has
0: was, a, That's what most of his fiction is.
3: Yeah. I just remember there was a guy who used his razor sharp fingernails to rip his own face off. But the monsters were being persecuted in that movie. Yeah, the monsters were the good guys, and the humans were per- were
1: going after them.
3: And
0: David Cronenberg's freaky looking mask, that that burlap sack with the button eyes.
1: Yeah, you just made me have another like flashback memory. Ooh, Ooh. yeah. Um, this wasn't Halloween, but it was scary movies. So when I was. In like grade six or so. And I hate scary movies. So I oh. went to a sleepover with friends and, you know, they were all like, we're going to watch all of these scary movies. So we watched Dr. Giggles, Candyman, oh. and the one Pinhead, the one with the... Hellraiser. Hellraiser.
0: Which one though?
1: Whichever one came out in around that time. <laughs> How old were you? Uh... When did Doctor Giggles and Candyman yeah, come okay. out? Yeah, so,
0: uh, it might 90s. have been two or three.
1: Yeah, early nineties. So we watched those three back to back, and then I was scared to sleep <laughs> for like two weeks. I really,
0: uh, Clyde Barker is one of those horror writers that I, I really, really love. Um, he's, uh, I, I like, I really like, still like the original Hellraiser. Mm-hmm. It's a decent movie. Nightbreed is uh, is a solid movie that is hampered by budget more yeah. than anything else. Um I weirdly like the Friday the 13th movies but just because they get so dumb and ridiculous <laughs> yeah. especially like um uh Jason X the one where it's in space Yeah <laughs> and It was uh I remember I saw that in theater with in the theaters with a bunch of friends and my one friend had the math worked out of how this movie could be possibly worth the the twelve fifty or 13 bucks, <laughs> And, like, you know, like, boobs were, like, a dollar. Like, and then, like, I just remember we're getting towards the end of the movie, it's like, if we get another set of boobs, that's worth the entire ticket. And, and it's this one scene where two holograms take their tops off, Oh and God. Daryl stood up in the theater because we were the only ones in it. He's like,
3: 1350!
2: <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny.
3: Yeah. So I want to talk about spooky music for
1: a mm-hmm. little bit. Yeah. So, um, Like Monster Mash? Well,
2: the
3: that's two, I
1: the two <laughs> things <laughs> I listened to today at work
3: <laughs> that weren't podcasts were the the original cast album for Rocky Horror Picture Show. Which I love
1: I have still not seen that movie It's a
3: dumb movie I've I've seen the actually live action stage play More often than I've seen the movie I haven't no. seen that it's either It's super fun It's just super fun The music's hilarious And it's
0: great I, I do, do like the music I've never been a fan of I the I love film. the
1: time warp I love
3: that song <laughs>
0: Yeah.
1: I know it's overplayed I like the overdone, songs in but... the
3: first half of the movie Better than the songs at the end of the movie I think I've but... only ever heard
1: the time warp Oh, touch, and a, damn touch it, it, touch it, touch touch damn it, Janet oh, Touch like that touch a, touch, a, touch me I don't think
3: I've heard I that wanna one. be dirty <laughs> Throw me, chill me, fulfill me Creature um, of the night I,
0: Evil Dead, the musical yeah, I was listening to that today
3: too uh, I love that show I
0: really show. like uh, the opening song, the Rocky Horror Picture Show
3: Science Fiction double feature yeah,
0: And uh, when he still had a talk show Craig Ferguson had Amanda Palmer Moby, the, the dude whose name I can't remember From Magnetic Fields And Neil Gaiman Perform that song oh. and it is fantastic neil gaiman's just like he's playing like this little kid piano oh and yeah. ju- and just i'll i'll play it for you after we're done the show it's i heard it at a friend's wedding of all places because <laughs> they really liked it and they had ripped it and put it on and i like i and i didn't really know who amanda palmer was at mm-hmm. that point the and other just like I need this song in my do, life.
3: Do you know Jonathan Colton? The yes, he's got a great creepy song called "Creepy Doll." Have you heard? That? Uh,
0: there is a version of that to tie into what I just said. There's a version of that live on YouTube with Neil Gaiman reading an introduction. Oh, to it. Have,
3: I've heard that. Yeah, that song is creepy. Mm. It's creepy, but I, I love it. So those are my sort of music picks. Oh, and also I'm the musical to... Jekyll and Hyde.
1: I s- no, I didn't see a musical Jekyll and Hyde I think I saw a play Jekyll and Hyde I
3: did, I did the musical of Jekyll and Hyde about 10 years ago and I've
0: never fire. seen it, I always wanted to Because it was behind one of the best interview segments With John, uh, George Stropolopoulos I ever okay. saw, much music because Sebastian Bach, the mm-hmm. uh, he was the former lead singer of 80s metal band Skid Row, yeah. was doing it on Broadway.
3: I think. There is a video version of the movie where the lead is played by David, David Hasselhoff. Hasselhoff.
0: <laughs> I think Sebastian Bach was either before Hasselhoff or probably took before, over for him. Yeah. It was one of the two. And uh, Stropolopoulos asked him a question regarding like the metal band and he just got... Like annoyed oh. and walked out and he's like one fucking Broadway, you know, or <laughs> something like that. And walked out of the interview <laughs> like oh, that. Strombo
3: all. did that a lot, wasn't was it Strombo? No, it, or was it it was Gomeshi that, It was Gomeshi, yeah.
0: yeah. He's, he uh, did that with Billy Bob, Bob Thornton, Thornton yeah. is
1: the most famous one. Yeah. 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 <laughs>
0: before
3: all I that. got to be murdered by Doctor or by Mr. Hyde, so that was fun.
0: <laughs> cool. <laughs> I'm trying to, Do I you have any spooky music that you like? Well, today I told my coworker
2: who was streaming through Spotify or whatever to choose to find some kind of playlist. So I just said, hey, find a Halloween playlist. Of course, the first song was Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters which was perfect. Uh, then they played uh, Psycho Killer, which I thought was a oh, an the, interesting... Oh, uh, uh, hol- heads. Yeah, yeah. A, I like the song, but, it, you know, and then uh, there was another one... Do you I want to remember. see your
1: version of that song, Brent?
0: I don't remember it.
1: Psycho Kitty. Qu'est-ce <laughs> que <laughs> <laughs> meow, meow, meow. Meow, 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 <laughs> meow.
0: I don't know, but it was, we make up songs and talk for the cats and stuff. And one night I did that and Jen nearly died.
2: Yeah. I bet. <laughs> Uh, and then it also had a thriller. Like it's yeah, not a thriller. Halloween yeah. playlist without a thriller.
0: Or right. that that video for that matter. That yeah. video, yeah. like as a kid, that also scared me.
2: Oh yeah, I remember.
3: I remember our whole class gathering to watch that video in a seminar room at the library in my elementary school, <laughs> and me leaving the room because it was too
0: scary. Oh I, I couldn't believe it. it. It was full of zombies, and uh, was, Rick Baker did all the music, the makeup were for scary it.
3: Scary looking. Trick or
0: Like a lot of money was spent on on that video. I, I also always remembered the Vincent Price rap in it. Yes, and it's, I always cr- get that
3: mixed up with the with his um, with his thing from the hilarious House of Frankenstein.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> uh, that's one of those things that like I. None of my friends, for whatever reason, ever saw that show. Oh, It was constantly
3: when
2: I was, and when I was in high school. Especially early mornings
0: on Saturdays yeah. and Sundays. And when I was in high school, my friend Chris mentioned something, or I mentioned something about it. My friend Chris turned to me, he's like, you've actually seen that show? I'm like, yeah, like tons of times. He's like, oh, thank God, I thought I had made it up. <laughs> <laughs> Billy <laughs> none played of all his his friends had ever seen it.
3: It was like constantly on Channel Eleven.
0: Yeah. Apparently, well, that's where it was filmed out. Of, uh-huh. I think, yeah. and like G- Vincent, H- eleven? yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. and yeah. Vincent Price would come in for like a weekend and shoot all those pits over an entire yeah. weekend, like for the whole Petra season. Try to make a run for it. But uh, she's
1: getting closer and closer to the door as the yeah. I,
0: I goes.
1: <laughs> in. It,
3: I remember as a kid both
2: loving and hating that show because I would yeah. rather watch cartoons. Yeah, it was annoying because it was on, but it's like now thinking back, it's like, oh, that's freaking hilarious to see.
0: <laughs> it was right before about? The Hilarious House uh, of Frankenstein.
3: Oh, yeah. With the, all those characters he played, like Bwana Clyde Batty
0: Yeah. I, uh, uh, super hippie. Super was, hippie. Certain jokes I didn't uh, get until I was older, like the Wolfman Jack one. I am the Wolfman. Yeah. And he was an actual Wolfman. And who was the there was the I don't, witch?
1: I don't
0: get it. Well, there was this DJ the, in the States, a famous DJ called Wolfman Jack, who was not a real Wolfman. No,
2: oh. but the Wolfman on the show would was do he? the Wolfman DJ show, and they schtick. always
0: had
3: like psychedelic background in the Oh, dance, yeah. yeah. and that was, and which was is
0: the main reason why you will never see complete episodes of that show on because DVD because of the because in- of it was the, the witch,
3: music. the witch
2: who was did the cooking show,
0: yeah. And what
2: was the big bald guy? Igor. Igor? wasn't yeah. it Igor? That's the only the one I remember. Trees.
1: I remember him. And they,
3: oh, there was a, oh, Doctor Pet Vet. They was they were bringing puppies that you could That's you a could adopt <laughs> from the
2: local SPCA. And, eh?
3: and Igor was always like, oh, isn't? Can I keep him? Can I keep it? They would go to this jail cell it's with some a good some thing our show is basically Canadian oh, yeah. because our American friends have
1: no idea what we're guys.
3: talking about. No. But we never you can saw, find it on YouTube. Yeah, we yeah, never definitely. saw a lot of those Look cheap uh, American kid shows either, but uh,
1: So we're up to 7 trick or treaters. Woo!
3: What what kind of costumes did these people have?
1: Uh there was a clown and an army guy. And I can't remember what the third one was, but the but Petra was the cat was uh, standing behind me and inching closer and closer to the open door and the three kids were like, Oh, you have a kitty. I have a kitty, I have two kitties. Your kitty looks like my kitty.
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, Petra's like, Yeah, that's it. Keep distracted. <laughs> <laughs> Our kitty is an indoor kitty. They're cute cat Hoot. cute kids. Yeah, it's, uh, I really like this. That it, when I worked uh, for Alan Cross's website on a, a, f- a more full basis than I do now, I used to do these top ten lists every year, and I always did a Halloween one because that was always fun. Is trying to find songs or or bands that fit it. It's how mm-hmm. I discovered a metal band I really like called Ghost, who uh-huh. who are kind of like. A weird version of Kiss in some ways. Like their their main lead singer dresses up as a skeletal pope, and their each album is Papa Emeritus, and it's been we're on Papa Emeritus three. Okay, and he changes the costume up, and he changes like the first one was a bit of an older guy. The second one has been a much more youthful Papa, and. <laughs> huh. And it's the, weird. it's so weird. sounds and like it's they weird. It's weird. They do some, like, like their first album is all about the Antichrist, but it's very poppy and almost psychedelic-y. And
1: it's weird. So my favorite Halloween song is probably Flying Purple People Eater. Oh. I oh. like the fun, poppy songs. Like, I like Monster Mash and Love Potion yep. Number 9 and... Werewolves of London and Purple People uh, Eater. Oh, Warren
0: Zevon. I love Werewolves oh. of London.
1: But I've always had the question, is it a one-eyed, one-horned, flying Purple People Eater, or is it a one-eyed, one-horned, flying eater of Purple People?
3: Well, he says at the end that eating ask, purple what's pe- your line? And he said, eating, eating Purple people. people. You might want to move your fine. cord there.
1: Oh, Kevin. Petra's going after your uh, charge cord there.
0: Yeah, you look all cute and innocent. I have a little bit of trivia. I think everybody here knows this, but um, for our listeners, at any rate, is that there is actually a Christmas sequel to the Monster Mash. Same yes, guy. Monster Mash.
2: It's
0: basically how like Count Dracula or Frankenstein saves Christmas, and, I, I, and for the longest time, nobody believed me it existed. Um, it was Christmas Eve. My parents had the radio on. And I got played. I want to say on CHFI, and I heard it. My parents didn't, and they like completely thought I made it up. <laughs> and then it wasn't you until do. YouTube that I was able to find it. Redemption years years later. But it's uh, Boris Pickett and the the something. I want to say in the, the like something supernaturally, like the the or oh, yeah. something. yeah.
3: I can't think of it now.
0: Yeah.
1: So did we talk about TV shows or TV episodes? Because not really. I made a list. Oh, I did research. Ooh. It's not an extensive list. There are three shows.
0: Okay. So Roseanne?
1: No, I hate no. Roseanne. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've never liked that show. Buffy? Not a single episode. My favorite, that's my favorite Buffy Halloween. Buffy always had great
2: Halloween episodes. My
1: favorite Halloween episode is when uh, in Buffy the Vampire Slayer – what is that, season two-ish, where they become Their the costumes.
2: costumes. I think that was yeah. two, two or three.
1: And the thing that I love the most about it is that it continues on. So Xander turns into an army dude, and then for the rest of the series, he has that knowledge of weaponry that comes up or every once in a it,
0: while. When it, yeah.
1: when it yeah. comes in handy, yeah, which I really liked. And I loved Willow as a ghost, and I loved... Buffy being the defenseless damsel. And I loved at the end is when Oz, that's when Oz first sees Willow because she was supposed to be all slutty and then she got scared and covered up and that's why she was a ghost. So when she was walking home after not being a ghost anymore. She takes off her ghost costume, so she's still wearing her slutty costume, and that's when Oz sees yeah, she's her. supposed to
2: be a slutty vampire or something. So I think it's the same costume when she's a vampire from that other oh, yeah, yeah. universe. It's like she's in that same outfit. Is
0: uh is the episode where uh the adults all become like their younger selves or like teenagers, is that a Halloween one? No. I thought it was. I don't was, think so. I don't think it's Halloween because they're selling it it's the chocolate. It's the same guy.
2: It's Giles's yeah. old friend, who's not his friend. Who's an asshole. Yeah, that made the magical costumes, and then he. But he also put the magic spell on the chocolate, and they were selling the school chocolate to raise money. And then all the adults were eating the chocolate and acting like. Kids. I love that episode too because of badass Giles. Mm. Ripper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That might even be from the same season. Those two. Uh, could be. If not, then there's he, one right after the He isn't
0: around for every season no like that, he's not all. yeah the he, guy who owned the shop
1: so then my other uh thing on my list was it's not a halloween specific show or uh episode but the like what's the creepiest episode of doctor who <laughs> oh
0: blink blink, blink. blink. yeah, yeah. I, and... that's a great one I it's a great one blink and the, the one with the kids i oh, knew my mummy. Yeah.
2: Oh,
1: Gas
0: mask. Yeah.
1: I don't find that, that creepy.
0: Oh, it's oh. totally creepy. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: I
1: don't they don't find the kids creepy.
0: They, yeah. I thought Blink
1: was creepier, but I love Blink. That's such a good episode.
0: That was the one she started me on the new series with. Well, that's yeah. well, that's
1: if you yeah. if you don't want to. I'm like, if you don't like this if, episode, you're not going to like Doctor wait, Who. <laughs> if you can't
0: convince someone to
2: just sit down and watch the whole thing, like from the from the beginning of the new ones,
1: wee trick or treaters
2: and oh. power through it, then just show them that one. If they're like, well, just show me one. Yeah, because it's like. The best doctor, one of the best ones from that new run, and the doctor's barely in it. Yeah, because yes. he's all
0: on videotape.
2: Yeah. Horror. But it's totally like the concepts that are in the show, like with the, the time travel and the yeah piecing things together and a
0: new monster. It's the Dracula episode of Buffy? Is that a, a Halloween one or am I just... The problem with Buffy is a lot of it... It's a horror, it's a horror right? show. Yeah. I know. just really relate really the Dracula. I, so I don't like, know. Really? You're Dracula? <laughs> wow. How many are we up to, dear?
1: Uh, uh, that was three more. Ten. We're in uh, the double uh, digits.
3: Uh, uh, uh. And they were?
1: Um, Two zombie cheerleaders. And I have a bad memory. What was the third one? Oh, a princess.
2: A zombie princess? No, just a regular princess. Oh. So no repeats yet then?
1: Uh, we had an- I had another Harley Quinn.
2: Oh, okay. Hmm.
1: Yeah. So I've had two. I had little, tiny, cute, adorable Harley Quinn. And then I had like... Uh, tween
3: slutty Harley Quinn?
1: Uh, no, no. Uh, she was like squad? she was like nine or ten. so oh, okay. She wasn't slutty, but okay. it was, now, was suicide, it suicide Squad, squad Harley. Both times? No, the first time was um,
2: black and red, black like and red, animated, yeah,
1: okay, with a big tutu, which was adorable, and nice. but still had the hammer because I probably the little girl was like, I want the hammer, and then the other one was a uh, the Suicide Squad Harley Quinn.
0: Nice. Oh. <laughs> So, what other shows did you have on your list?
1: The Simpsons, Treehouse of
0: say, Terror. Oh, oh man, yeah. how could we forget? No that? TV
1: and no beer, make home or something, something. Yeah. <laughs> my best friend, uh, Karina. In I can't remember what year it was, but one of our one of my high school yearbooks, I always had to dedicate at least one full page to Karina, and she always did the same to me. So the whole back cover of my yearbook in different colored pens and different styles of writing and sizes it says no TV and no beer, make Homer go crazy over and over and over and over and over again. <laughs> no, <it should. laughs> and then on the next page, it says no TV and no beer, make Homer something, something oh, go crazy. Don't mind if I do.
0: <laughs> I, I have to admit, those are the, the only episodes of the Simpsons that I will still seek out is yeah. every year. The, because there's a, this year was uh, there's a Coraline parody oh we should <laughs> find that yeah and neil gaiman does the voice of the cat
1: <laughs> awesome i of i Snowball. still
0: enjoy
2: the uh the time traveling toaster one yeah i wish i wish i hadn't squished that fish
0: oh <laughs> that one yeah and it
2: gets to there like <laughs> but, the perfect looking home and oh here homer we've made breakfast say, oh okay no oh, pass me a donut mart uh, darling it's, Donut, what's a donut? And he's like, ah, oh, he freaks out. And like, oh, it's raining
0: again. It's and raining. And it's raining donuts. donuts. <laughs> and at the end where he's at, like, it's it's everything. No, at the end where it's close to where it is, except the, everybody's like lizards, like, lizard like tongues, the yeah. Lizard tongues, He's like, eh, close enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. If, it's weird I guess because we don't have cable I don't think about it as much but those were those episodes are really good yeah Uh,
2: another one I really like because you know just don't look just don't look when all the giant uh, commercials like the promotionals all come to life the big donut guy comes he had stole the donut from the the sign and he has it in the living room so the guy comes to life and he comes knocking on the door and he's like oh Oh, uh, oh, you for, uh, oh! Flanders, Flanders has it, and you see him go to the Flanders, rips Flanders out of his house. he comes back. He's like, and you know, he's like, uh, Lenny has it. Yeah, yeah, Lenny, and he keeps trying to send him away
0: until he written. And he's like, huh, came to life. Uh, Good for him. The, the one where the <laughs> comic book guy is collecting the the real life actors. Oh, yeah. And at the end of it, uh, what's her name? Lucy Lawless is like flying with Bart and Lisa under his arms.
1: Is that arms? a Treehouse of Terror one? Yeah, because
0: yeah. it's multiple stories. And Lisa's like, Zena can't fly. I told you, I'm Lucy Lawless. Oh.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I love that episode. I love when uh, uh, she's doing the question and answer period and the nerd stands up and he's like, well, you know, in episode 14, you're clearly doing this, but then split second later, you're not. And then she goes... (laughs) Anytime something happens in the show that doesn't make sense, just remember a wizard did it. Oh, <laughs> and that's totally become my motto. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that doesn't make sense. Well, a wizard did it, <laughs> <They're> four
2: aliens. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, I love Halloween. I really yeah. <laughs> do. Uh, like, a, it's, there, there's still some horror movies that they still like. That them. last
1: trigger-treater was a Sonic the Hedgehog.
0: Oh, oh nice. Nice. yeah.
2: That's something you don't see a lot of right now. Yeah, that's a, just a brand. the uh, last just couple, a couple of
0: games have been awful. Yeah. And everybody's talking about the new
2: Mario game right now. So. Yep. But you don't see a lot of kids dressing as Mario.
3: No, that's true. true. A friend of mine posted a picture of her son dressed as Mario. Too. Oh,
0: there you go. Wow. I, don't know, I, I like Mario. Yep um So, uh, should we wrap things up I, then? I
3: think it feels like we've been talking for a very long time. Yeah, <laughs> not
0: that long, but well, an hour like and
2: a an and half. An <laughs> half for an episode uh, that I didn't to, think
0: yeah. we was going to go that long. It seems to be our standard length of episode. Um, so, geek picks. Uh, does anybody want to start? I'll start. Okay. So, I binged a
2: show on the weekend. Stranger Things? Stranger Things 2 came out. Okay, we haven't seen I it yet. I took the episode, I took the afternoon Well, I didn't take the afternoon off work on Friday because it came out. I took it off because I had a half a day and it was slow, so I took half a day. And then I went home and watched like four episodes and then I had to stop because I had watched too much TV in a row and I was falling asleep because I was just nice and comfy with a belly full of pizza on the couch and... Uh, then I watched a few more episodes, and then I woke up the next morning and I was like, oh, well, I'll just watch one episode. And I say, like, Oh, well, there's only two episodes left. I might as well finish it now. And next thing I you know, it's noon on Saturday and I'm already done. <laughs> uh, if you like the first season of Stranger Things, then yes, watch the second, because you will like it as well.
1: Okay. Well, we're going to, so good recommendation.
0: Go. Kevin? Jen?
1: Okay, so
3: um, I want to give a shout-out uh, to my friend Rachel and her friends who do the Five-ish Fangirls podcast. Oh, cool. Uh, they gave us a major shout-out on their last show <laughs> a because... Major shout oh, out. she talked about us for 10 minutes.
0: Cool. Oh, We were a segment. We were a segment on their show. I will have to listen then because uh, uh, I fact, have a little bit of an ego. <laughs> um, uh,
3: Rachel is a pretty pretty major cosplayer and we inspired... One, actually, you guys inspired one of her last cosplays which really? was a Doctor Who Ghostbusters mashup, because oh, you were we talking about your Ghostbusters cosplay. She's uh, my like, Ghostbusters I costume
1: should... that I'm wearing right now? Yes. And there's so, a picture and on Instagram. Lying. No, there's a picture on Instagram of Ryan in his costume. Yeah.
3: So uh, she went and did a Doctor Who, um, Tenth Doctor, uh, Ghostbusters mashup cosplay that she's working on. So, oh, yeah.
1: nice! Yeah, that's interesting.
3: Yeah. So she's wearing a blue jumpsuit with a with a with a shirt and tie, and uh, her proton pack is Tardis blue and says police box on it. Nice.
1: That's awesome!
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really want to uh, see a picture of that. She's in Indianapolis. Okay, cool. So um, uh, they have a great show. They pick a different, uh, usually different show that they like or movie. Uh, they do a lot. Of, they do a lot of Marvel s- stuff and. Yeah. And uh, 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 this week's episode was a sort of potpourri of what they're what they're into currently. Uh, so I uh, they're up to episode one hundred and sixty. Oh, jeez. Uh, they go there's week-
0: podcast goals for you. They go yeah. weekly. Um, and
3: there's there's uh like they're fi- there's they're called the five ish fangirls because there are five of them, but they're not always all there. And, uh, uh, and like
0: we know how that goes. Yeah. So
3: so. Uh, so Give them a listen, and uh, they are great. So um, I will recommend the five-ish fangirls.
1: Cool. I'm going to the, add them to my list right now.
2: Okay.
3: Oh, wait, i got to do my geek
1: pick. pick. Your geek pick first. Multitask, right. you know, multitask. Uh, has there been a
3: Squirrel Girl Halloween issue?
1: No, there wasn't. What no. was the last Squirrel Girl? Was it the uh, Savage Land
0: one? I, I, I. I okay. Um, sidebar here. I am looking forward to the next issue of Squirrel Girl because Squirrel Girl has convinced her friends and to make up comics about themselves oh. or or other characters in the Marvel universe. So, like Craven the Hunter, it's like going to be like a Zine style. So they got uh. a bunch of artists, other artists, to do it. The he... one I'm excited about is Jim Davis, the Garfield? guy behind Garfield, is doing a Silver Surfer Galactus page. <laughs> nice. I've seen the, the the artwork, and I rather enjoy it.
3: And our, uh, our friend uh, John at True North Country Comics Podcast, he interviewed Ryan North at one of the last... Uh, oh,
0: nice. Uh, yeah.
1: I want him to to come to the next Barry Public Library Comic Con. (laughs) I want Ryan North to come. I think it was at
3: the Mississauga
0: Con. Yeah, Yeah, that library's got some money behind it. But by, yes,
2: was it yes, the library they do. One, or was it just the mid- no, no, it's, it's the library. library
0: one. And they, oh, okay. they like they had, Jake uh, was there. Chip
3: Zdarsky yeah.
2: was there and yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, they
0: so they, they, they I, managed to get everybody from Chapter House, which is actually a pretty good lineup. Of, yeah. If people right are interested,
1: market. I can go into ha- why some library systems are seemingly better funded than others. But that is not what I'm going to talk about no. right now. Okay, but if so, you're interested, let me know and I can tell you. So, you're, so my geek pick, Squirrel Girl, of course. Of course course. Yep. Um mm, I was gonna do that one, but I think I'm gonna do a different one. The one that I showed you, the TV show. Okay, go ahead. Alright. Actually I don't remember if I did it or not. So f- f- do another podcast. Um if you are a fan of Sailor Moon, uh there is a podcast called Sailor Business. I and think we mentioned can't them remember, on the cruise ship. Yeah, one, I can't but... remember if I've used, done this as my geek pick, but I am slowly, very slowly working my way through it all. There's like I don't. They've they've been working their way through all two hundred episodes of the original nineteen ninety two. I think Sailor Moon. Um, I made it up to episode. I'm on episode twenty four, um, which is still in season one. And it's if anybody is a Sailor Moon fan, it's the episode with uh, Neflight and Molly slash Naru. And oh my god, it's hilarious their take on it because there's even there's an episode called Naru No because in the anime. She's, like, a 14-year-old, and she falls in love with this negaverse villain who's Nephlight, who's, like, in his 30s or 40s. And then there's a whole, like, they they went on for a really long time about how, like, this is not a healthy relationship. And it's hilarious. So if you're a fan of Sailor Moon, definitely, definitely, definitely listen to Sailor Business.
0: I, I, I even enjoy it, and I don't know what the it's hell they're talking nice. about. Nice. The, uh, the main host of it was, is uh, a guy Chris, named Chris Sims, Chris who worked, Sims. Uh, yeah. worked for Comic Alliance okay. hmm. before they shuttered. And he, uh, he was the writer on what's it called? X Men 93, the, the, the comic the continuation one, yeah. of the cartoon that okay. was out last oh. year, a year or two ago nice guy too we got to meet him on the cruise
1: yeah I, I hadn't heard about this podcast until the cruise when I saw the itinerary and it's like live recording of Sailor Business Podcast what the heck is that so that's when I started that's why I'm only on episode 24 because that's when I started downloading it. and if you're gonna listen to them talk about every single episode of Sailor Moon you have to start at the beginning Um, but of each episode episode's like over an hour and I know Brent doesn't like it very much they're So only I,
3: 20 minute episodes of Sailor Moon yeah, and the yeah. podcasts are an
0: hour oh yeah but, but
1: they're, great. they're great they're great um, but I know Brent doesn't like it, so I
0: try to listen to it on my no, own. No, I, I find it okay. I just don't know what the hell's going on, because I've yeah. never seen the show. Well,
1: we could watch all fun. 200 episodes of Sailor Moon. Or we Or Brent don't. could gouge his eyes out.
0: <laughs> anyway. Well, maybe.
1: <laughs> so that, that's my geek pick.
0: We watched the musical while we were at the college?
1: We only watched, like, oh not even God, an hour. Was weird. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. In September, October 2017 in Japan, they did the last of the Sailor Moon musicals, which was called Le Mouvement Finale, or Le Final Movement. I can't remember which way they did it. They always like to throw French in there. And it's basically the entire fifth season of the Sailor Moon anime condensed into a three-hour musical, live. Um, and we only watched not even an hour of it. Uh, but it was amazing.
0: That's <laughs> like, like, the only thing I can like compare it to is if they took... The last season of Ninja Turtles of the cartoon and turned it into a musical. Like it's like we it's really odd. But I thought I heard a knocking, knock, knock at nope, the door. No, that was Brent moving in his chair. Oh. Okay. Uh but okay, so Sailor Business and uh Squirrel Girl. Girl. Uh I'm gonna go with something slightly Halloween-y. Uh, weenie.
2: Weenie <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, We're
1: all very tired and hungry right. at this point.
0: So, um I am a there like I said, there are certain horror and monster movies that I still like, and one of which is an underappreciated film called Near Dark. I don't think I've recommended this before. Never heard um, of it. It is a vampire movie that never uses the word vampire. It is directed by Catherine Bigelow, who won an Oscar for Zero Dark Thirty, or the, yep, the there's cat. kids. Trick-or-treater.
3: Um, is it or, or um,
0: the hurt locker? One of the two. She was the director on both of those. So it was like her first directing job. Uh it stars the supporting cast of aliens. <laughs> because of Lance Hendrickson, uh the woman who played Vasquez is in it. We what have
2: trick-or-treaters the... I need to go see. singing happy birthday at the door. <laughs>
0: That's weird. Uh, and um, what's his name? Uh, oh, dude from Heroes. Which one? Who ends up being president of the United States. Oh, okay. And he he's was in married the new to season a of uh, Supergirl. Yeah. Um, Adrian Pasteur? Sure. Yeah. I'll go in. with that. Um, very good movie. Just really underrated vampire movie. Bill Paxton's in it. Um, but yeah, it's a, I I totally recommend that that and John Carpenter's Halloween, John Carpenter's Halloween first slasher first big slasher movie ever made, great film still holds up, and, and no matter how many times they remake it or add sequels that are garbage, for uh, one year for. Um, D card. I watched all the Halloween movies. Oh, wow. And tried to keep track of the continuity. I I got. I didn't watch three because three is the weird one that has nothing to do with Michael Myers. Oh, okay. But I went through the entire thing, and it's just wow that that it takes some bends and trips. Anyways, that is it for the Halloween episode after Halloween of True North Nerds. Taped on Halloween. Um, we shall return, and the next time you hear us, we'll probably be talking about Thor. We haven't decided whether it's going to be a special episode or not, but
2: I'm sure... We'll but either
0: get... way, you're going to hear us talk about that movie. Yes, it's, uh, I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's
3: Depending on timelines, it could be Thor and Justice League.
0: Oh, there you mm, go, Justice League. Yeah, that's true. Because we we should is. see Justice League. Hopefully, it'll be good. Yep. Hopefully. <laughs> In the meantime, for Jen, Ryan, and Kevin, I'm Brent, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye bye. Spooky.
2: Set your phasers to sexy.
0: You've been listening to the True North Nerds, recorded at the Utility Cupcake Research Kitchen. Reach the nerds on Twitter at True North Nerds, on Facebook under surprise True North Nerds, and you can reach them by email at True North Nerds at gmail.com. If you like the opening theme song, it's called Set Your Phasers to Sexy by Kirby Crackle from the album Sounds Like You please go to kirbycracklemusic.com or look them up on iTunes and buy everything that they have made. You won't regret it. So
1: set your phasers to sexy
2: And now something completely different
3: A quick hello from me It's Jeff Woods, radio guy A writer, Brent's
1: friend and associate Used to do the Legends of Classic Rock Which morphed into the Records and Rockstars radio series Which is heard on Rock 95 and Barry Sunday evenings at 9 Same
3: time, Q107 Toronto on Sunday evenings And I wrote a book called Radio Records and Rockstars And it's time to do the audio book now And as you might imagine 400 pages deep Rich with music artist interviews, too. It takes a lot of time and
0: production and money. So I've started a GoFundMe campaign. And you can find out more about it at jeffwoodsradio.com. Thanks.